if you're watching this later on YouTube, you're listening to this on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to it, we are live on Utreon because I could do this. I can handle guns. Check that out. It's my mare's leg right there. I can actually... YouTube won't let us do that. That simple little thing, they won't let us do it. So if you want to join us live, you go to Utreon slash Who Moved My Freedom Podcast or WMMF Podcast. That's where you can catch us. Big shout out uh, to the folks from Utreon. I believe that Edward Brower, the CEO of Utreon, is in the chat right now. All right, that being said, I'm going to kick everything off here. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation. Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, and don't forget to smash those thumbs. Well, it's not even thumbs up. It's an arrow up under the title here on Utreon. There's an arrow up. Smash those so we can. We've got we've got quite a few people here in the chat. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Let's get jazz hands going here. Come on, jazz hands. Let's get it going. There you go. All right, we are live. This is episode 914 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. The, the title is 3D Printing with Alex of Control Pew. There he goes. Boom. There's Alex. Yo. From my undisclosed location. My secret we... lair. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then we also have my friend, Vin Nguyen. I know. I, I mess it up hey. every time, Vin. Sorry. <laughs> it's Nguyen. Nguyen, yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. So, um, you know why I mess it up? Because I've had other friends over the years that pronounce the way that your name is spelled in different ways. So, which is, I guess, I, I guess you've heard it all before, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, when I went to high school, I went to high school with someone, and they're like, oh, you have to pronounce the, that NG part as Eng. So, they would do, like, Engwen or something like that. So, but my, my apologies, right? Um, so yeah, here we go. We're going to talk 3D printing. We got the dudes right here. Uh, shout out to everyone who's out there right now. If you guys have questions and all of that, um, <laughs> let us know. Are you, is anyone other than me looking at the chat? <laughs> uh, my yeah. chat's like over here on my other monitor, so I, yeah, I, I have an I feel like there's people in the chat trying to start <laughs> shit already. Uh-oh. Look, uh, that guy in the middle is far too pretty to be Rob Pincus, right? Yeah, look at look at this handsome handsome dude right there. <laughs> really, look at his wall. His wall is putting you to shame, Alex. Look. Right? Come on, it, man. It really what? is. I'm yeah. I'm I'm, dude. I'm low key a little jelly. But look, I have the the fuck you Glock pile behind me. <laughs> okay, See, yeah, nice yeah. Rain. It's not a bunch of neon lights. <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, let's you know let's catch up with these guys. Maybe we'll we'll start with Alex. Um, what have you been up to since the last time you've been on? Has it been a while? It must it be. It has been. It's been like six months since I've did a I've done a stream with anyone. Uh, it's been kind of busy. So I moved from Iowa. I'm now a Floridian. Yeah. Uh, I got I got I got the driver's license and everything. I even yeah. got a concealed carry permit from Florida. So, oh right! Hooray. Congratulations. I've, I've, 
I'm fully native. You are um, Florida man. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am Florida man. All um, in. <laughs> so that's new down mm-hmm. here, starting a business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure y'all will hear about it a lot later. Um, right now, it's too soon to say anything. Okay. Uh, and I, I've, I spent the last like minute or two looking for a spring that was out of a gun that I missed. That uh, it just it was here in a pile of parts and then it disappeared. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Anyway, I, I've been I was distracted. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I found it now. We're, we're safe. <laughs> um, y'all yeah. know how springs are with guns. So yeah. Right. Anyway. Yes. No. Um, once they're gone, they're gone, man. What are you even looking yeah, for? Right. No. It, it was attached to the magnet on the bottom of my phone. So. Oh. Okay. Oh. So you found it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah native Floridian now. Um, in Florida. Making guns in an undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you have a dolphin tattoo yet? Do you have a dolphin I tattoo? Don't. I that don't was, have a okay. dolphin tattoo. So you're not um, living in Tampa. You're not living in no, Tampa. No, not you? in Tampa. I, okay. I don't know what, ta- what what what's the what's the Orlando Tampa? Uh, uh, not Tampa. Um, the Orlando tattoo. The Orlando. You know that's a good question. Is Mickey there, Mouse. I'm gonna guess. I guess a lot of, maybe. <laughs> yeah, people people well, in Orlando would have Mickey Mouse. Huh? Says something along the lines of like tourist trap of sorts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, if 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 Disney, if you're watching, if you want to pay for it. <laughs> oh, okay. You... I'll totally get. I'll totally get a Disney tattoo. Oh, okay. All right. Disney will probably pay for it if you put a rainbow or something behind it. They'll be. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be all in. <laughs> yeah, know. a rainbow. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, um, you know. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are even into all of that stuff. Some of the folks out oh, there I've know been what I'm talking about. It, yeah. yeah, some of the folks know. So, Vin, what's up with you, man? Oh man, I've just been like busy working on, um, you know, like my day job as well as um, mm-hmm. new projects that came out, and I'm, I'm glad they were on Utrah because I can do this. Yes, you can do it all um, you want to. <laughs> yeah. This is a remix idea of Chairman Wan's frame. Just extends the dust cover for G48. Mm-hmm. But we just dropped this over the weekend. We just dropped the um, 43X frame. Oh, cool. Um, and we added compatibility for uh, Shield Arms mags. So, Oh, nice. Um, it's on the catalog, you know, so. Okay. Um, go buy the originals from Aves and go on catalog and grab a frame and parts kits, and there you go. Okay, sweet. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to uh, uh, Patrick, Babyface P. Alex knows who I'm talking about. You've unfortunately never met Babyface P for some reason. Ben doesn't spend enough time subscribed to Hank yeah. Strange experience. Oh, see? Yeah, well, you know, he's young. <laughs> the young people don't know about Hank Strange, you know? Back in the, the all the older people knew before uh, YouTube started uh, shadow banning me, you know? So, Ben doesn't know about that. But we'll, we'll introduce you sometime when you come down to uh, come down to visit us here, you know? Oh. Yeah, we you need know, to yeah, we need to have some kind of thing where we just get together and shoot a bunch of uh, 3D printed guns, man. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we can get a print, shoot, repeat, you know, maybe. I don't I don't know. You know, we'll get He's Flying Rich. Guy. Yeah. We'll get uh, <laughs> Flying Rich. We'll, we'll get a bunch of guys in here, you know. We'll, we'll shoot some stuff. We'll see what works and what doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is always the thing. Um, so let's see. So since the last time that you guys were on, what's the new 3d stuff out there to print? I've even, I've even got a 3d printer now, believe it or not. <laughs> it's Ooh. about time. 
Um, yes. I'm, I'm a little disappointed you didn't get one after our first conversation. Um, but, you know. It's just been crazy, man. <laughs> I have a tough time <laughs> it's, keeping it's up with three find... YouTube channels. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. Yeah. And it's hard to find space for a 3D printer in a van, so, you know. Oh, yeah, I, we'll I, definitely I feel you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got a house. Yeah, I've got a house right. in different places. I do have a 3D printer here. Um, my my uh, my younger son is uh, like really into that kind of stuff. I also have a Ghost Gunner machine that just came in recently. Ooh. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into some stuff. I'm gonna make some. You know, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know, the older people move a little slower. That's yeah. fine. That's, boy, we got we got walkers and rascals for y'all. It's no <laughs> through technology we can make you better. <laughs> uh, Flying Rich is out there. Shout out to Flying Rich. Um, what's the new? So you know what I'm into now. Sig P320. What do you guys have out there for the P320? Mm, I think there was a frame mm. someone's working on. Nothing at Digital the moment. It's, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. The the problem with the 320 is you like you can get the the MUP kit, the 80 percent kit, mm -hmm. but uh, it, the hard part to get it you still have to buy. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I know who else sells it other than JSD Supply. I know JSD Supply has it, right? I have no idea. Oh okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I I don't know who else. Yeah, that's the only person I know. There. Yeah. Right. And uh, Babyface actually um, did one of those. He actually completed one of those. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if he posted that video yet or he will be at some point. But I know he sent me pictures and things like that. Maybe I'll, I'll find something here and throw it up uh, yeah. to share with you. I guys. know I, ha I have a kit from ages ago. I just haven't like mm -hmm. sat down to put it yet. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, the, the, the biggest hurdle is you still got to buy that, that part and do your your uh mm -hmm. you know your background check generally speaking for that the p320 so yeah yeah that is you know uh so when i first started my channel way back in the olden days i actually did videos on the p250s you remember those yeah i had one for a while it was, yeah it, it wasn't bad yeah it was cool i had like a whole bunch of different things i could change it to you know it can go full mm -hmm. size and subcompact all of that change calibers and everything. The worst part about it was the trigger. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then I gave up on the whole thing, I think, because of that trigger. But the P320s are like a big difference. Yeah, no, if uh, people who complain about the 320s didn't ever shoot uh, one of the, the 250s, because yeah. it's been, yeah, it's a, <laughs> you're right. It's a lot better. Yeah, I think, I feel like it's a whole different ball game. Go ahead, Vin. I'm actually a fan of the 250s. It's it's one of the smoothest and consistent double action triggers okay. that I've tried. It's long, but I, I know it's not everyone's flavor. My first yeah. gun was a DAK. Yeah. Thing, um, so. That's what she said, right? <laughs> <like this>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, we're not going to be childish at all today. Oh. Yeah, no, no, we're totally <laughs> mature adults here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some people do like that long trigger pull, that uh, double action long trigger pull some people love that you know i got kind of tired of it so i got out of it and then i've been getting back in it lately so the big thing you guys are saying is getting parts right that's still a problem getting parts yeah i mean specifically for the 320 it's it's unless you're getting the 80 percent from jsd the mop um 
you have to go through the the background check and everything else. Uh, whereas, like you know, the endless clocks that would come out, or you know, the Tech Nine stuff that's out there, mm-hmm. uh, it's all you know relatively. I, I I guess I hesitate hesitate to say relatively abundant because you know mm-hmm. post COVID everything's uh, strained, but you know it's it's still easier to build one of the uh, one of the Glocks. Okay, and it's easier to find parts for the Glocks. I was under the impression right. that even the Glock parts were hard to find. Um, or not th- so much. I guess it I guess it depends on which Glock. I mean. Uh, PSA has really uh, shredded the the Gen three Glock nineteen aftermarket mm-hmm. with their dagger parts, mm-hmm. um, and that's a good thing, right? Just, right, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. it's been a long time coming, and uh, mm-hmm. thank God it's finally arrived. Yeah, um, you know, because you have you have all of the aftermarket vendors who are doing you know custom cut Glock slides and everything else, mm-hmm. and then you have PSA who's blowing them out for three hundred dollars <laughs> every week. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was in um, I was in Kansas uh, at um, uh, Fort Scott Munitions in Kansas, right? And they have a store, and they had a bunch of uh, of cool you know daggers in there. Just you know, like that's that's a that is a game changer, and I think it's a good thing out there in terms of so have you guys noticed that the other companies have to get competitive with prices um i've seen a lot more sales on like the the glock kits the build kits um i don't know if that's because of atf tomfoolery or if that's because of the uh, a response to the dagger pricing Mm -hmm. um but i have seen a lot of sales and i mean a lot of like every day there's a new email from someone else talking about a sale uh, for Glock parts. Yeah. I think I've seen that too. What about you, Vin? PSA doesn't sell lower parts kits for their dagger, do they? Yeah. Not kits. They sell sell the individual parts. Yeah, they sell parts. Yeah, not kits. Uh, Yeah. That's right. I figured it'd probably be cheaper for people to just buy a bundle off like eBay or some other site. Um... They've been selling... I think that's a secret part of the mission there with that thing to... Not initially, they were just trying to get the daggers out there, but yeah, there's a you, you can get all kinds of different parts for it, and I feel like more companies should just get into the business. So, I've been telling PSA trigger. Yeah. Oh wow. It's, yeah. It's it's really bad, but it's a trigger. Yeah. Know? Yeah. If you guys ever talk to anyone at PSA behind the scenes, there they'll tell you their mission is to make guns cheaper uh, and more accessible to everyone in America. That's their mission. Of course, you know, they, they, they want to make money, but their way right. of going about it is like, we're going to figure out how to get these things out there, make them better and more affordable, and everyone has access to it. So they're probably the biggest company in the firearms industry, but I don't know if everyone realizes that. No questions? You no wouldn't one, think no they challenging are. that? Oh, they. I think they're. I guess, like peeking back behind the curtain, because we've. I haven't ever spoken to PSA, but I've spoken mm-hmm. to people, like machine shops who are contracted by PSA, mm-hmm. and they are, uh, like scrambling on PSA orders all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I, I guess it might. It would make sense that they're just moving so much volume. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. I like as far as like the. 
you know, I, I would have assumed until you said it and I thought about it, I would have just assumed it was like Brownells. You know? Oh, oh no, Brownells is <laughs> Brownells is a great company. I mean, they're like Sears catalog for guns, and they have been that for a long time. And obviously, they're into online, and they sell a lot of stuff, but they don't actually manufacture anything. Right. So the oh. man, yeah, Brownells doesn't make anything. Oh, that's curious. Yeah. So there's a there's a bunch of other companies that make stuff for them. And um, probably quiet as is kept, PSA is making a couple things for them out there, you know. <laughs> but PSA, man, I've I've had them on and we've talked about this, and it's not something that they want to like make a big thing of. But if you really look at what they own, the manufacturing that they own, and the amount of materials that um, that they buy. It will blow your mind. I know I went to one of the factories here in Florida, and um, there were just like big, massive trucks coming in there with materials all the time. I don't want to misquote it, but it's in the video. If you go back and look at the video, you'll see me asking them how much raw materials come in there, and it was in the millions. You know, millions of dollars worth of raw material coming through, and that they're making things and putting them out there. And people just don't realize it. You know, and there's a lot of companies out there that have bigger names and all that, but uh, those guys really have this whole thing figured out. So, wow, yeah, you went to you were you were at the PSA gathering, Vin. Yeah, I, it was actually pretty fun um, getting to I guess talk to PSA or at least someone from PSA. Mm -hmm. um, being the play of the rock slide, uh, mm -hmm. that was that was very interesting. Just and he just opened it up right there too, and just like looked inside it. I mean, yeah. I I told him like, like straight up, this is like the the perfect candidate for three D printing a frame. Yeah. And you know, what, once once they released it to market, um, Digital Nimbus went ahead and made a printable frame for it already. So yeah. Uh, I told them if they sold the parts, just the rock parts by themselves, they'll make a killing. Like, oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna happen. I recall Although the guy I wanna, said that I want to I want to encourage them to like go talk to the guy who designed the frame. <laughs> give him a cut because um, you know starving artists yeah they're doing a lot oh, yeah. of things there's a lot of folks that have designed stuff that work for them now um i'm trying to remember exactly what company i don't know if lola's listening but there was a guy that i met out there that did a lot of designing because you know they took over um what was it that they bought from the freedom group um i'm trying to remember what they wound up someone will tell me here in the chat exactly <laughs> It's DPMS, I know for sure, and I think this guy was at DPMS. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Vin. I think they also bought an ammo factory. Was it? Um. Remington or Winchester? No, they were. Tr I think they were trying to buy Remington, and that wound up going to uh, someone else. But didn't uh, they? Didn't they? Um, I think they bought like a factory from over in Russia or something like that. That's going to wind up here in Florida. Oh, yeah. Like they just bought all the machinery, everything. So they're going to be making, uh, they're going to be making some, some good ammo out here in Florida. Yeah. I, th I think people don't really realize what they're up to. You know, if, if you, I'm not trying to make you guys look at my videos, but if you go back and look at the podcast with them, I've had them on, like I've had the CEO on here and everything talking about it. It's really crazy. If you think about what they're up to. 
Yeah, I need to I need to peek into this a little more because it sounds like yeah. I they're they're doing a lot of fun stuff and I need to. They yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really not messing around. Um, they're they're trying to get into some really uh, game changer type of stuff. So and they and I think that you know I'm happy about that because those are real like dyed in the wool gun guys over there. You know. Um, you can you can tell when you talk to them they're really into this versus there's some other companies that I talk to that I just feel it's like executives you know trying to right. trying to make that just make that money they don't really care about the Second Amendment and all the fights and everything involved in it but those guys are uh, they're pretty serious about what they're doing so um, Night Train says checking out the PSA website uh, they've got some really nice July Fourth sales. So there you go, Vin. It, was there was there something you were gonna say or ask me? Oh no. Oh okay. Uh, let me let me see if I can share my thing here for a second before we go to the break. It, like JSD Supply, man. It looks like they've got that uh, that mump. Looks. I think I think it's out there. Looks like they're back selling stuff. I could be wrong, Alex or Vin. You guys would know better than me, but it looks like they're back selling that stuff. Well, it seems that way. I think the ATF dropped their their suit. Uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah, a we're gonna take a break. That. Yeah, we'll be right back. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over ninety years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old U.S. of A. and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So, when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. Yeah, I think um, it's a little bit more complicated than they dropped it. So I, I think that right now the ATF just kind of pulled back. And those. this is me explaining it. I think John Crump has done a better job talking about this and other folks out there have done a better job talking about it. I think they've just kind of pulled back everything. And so JSD is like, well, you know, we're just going to go back out there and do this. But I believe that the ATF and the powers that be will revisit that whole thing sometime here in the not-too-distant future. So, uh, uh, Flying Rich says JSD is 100% back in business. Um, there you go. And he says also the JSD PR trigger in three weeks. So, is that, what's the PR trigger? Is that the Glock? Oh, that's probably the pull and reset. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's going to be like their binary Glock trigger, I believe, right? Because I think we shot that at the gathering, right, Vin? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So um, there you go. Let me see. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up with the chat here. Uh, let's see what's going on. So what other parts? I think that was the question that I wanted to ask you guys. What other parts? I think sometimes we talk about this. Maybe we don't talk about it necessarily on the show. Do 3D printing guys not want to talk about parts because it's so tough to get parts? Or um, We don't mind talking about parts. It's more of a we don't want to let the cat out of the bag on a project that we've got testing or that we are, we, you know, an alpha or beta mm -hmm. before it's ready for release. Uh, because there, there, there's two problems there. And the, the first is the supply immediately dries up. So 
anyone trying to get into Tess isn't going to be able to get into Tess because they won't be able to get the parts. Um, the other problem is it just artificially inflates the price uh, really, really early, and uh, it, it, the, you know the price prevents people from getting involved in it. So okay. uh, it, it's you know there's a finite supply, and the, it's I hate to say I sound uh, you know dictatorial, but like there's a finite supply, and you have to be able to to control it a little bit in order to get your project out of testing into a release, and then out for the people while everything is still at a reasonable price. Yeah. This is kind of the this is kind of what happens when you're kind of crowdsourcing everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Go ahead, Vin. One, one thing too with um the pricing and such is that there there are people who they hear of a project and they'll go out and they'll buy and scoop everything up. Um it's actually pretty silly. Or there's even people who will go out there and buy They'll buy a parts kit and they'll like fight to the teeth. I've seen this on Gunbroker. They'll fight to the teeth on like this obscure kit, and they'll say, "Oh well, I, I I'm buying it in hopes that one day that it can be printed." And it's like you're you're buying it not to not to dev it. You're buying it to hang on to hope that there is a print one day. Mm-hmm. And someone made this um, thread on Reddit, and it was a bizarre yet infuriating read. They talked about gambling. But essentially gambling, buying parts kits and oh, okay. saying, oh, we can just buy all these parts as one set and maybe one day there'll be a, a printed model. It's like, well, it's speculation, gamble, it's speculation. Yeah. yeah, speculation. Right, right. right. Like so stock market. Usually, right. Usually when you see someone talk about like projects and stuff, right? Like, for example, I, I was pretty public about my FNX. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that was is because there are no FNX kits. But I have some other things cooking I don't talk about. Um, it's just that this is a project that you know is that won't be affected by a market. If you see one, you basically grab one immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no abundant parts for someone to artificially jump the price, as we've seen uh, beforehand with a previous model. So okay, so without letting the cat out of the bag, I guess the thing I'm trying to get out of you guys here, since we're having this conversation, and then it's going to go out there, and maybe some people in the industry will look at it or listen to it. What parts would you guys like to see more manufactured? So maybe if there was some smaller mom and pop folks out there looking to make things, what would you like to see them make? Let us know. Okay, what are we looking at here? Glock 17 long slides. Okay. Okay. Maybe. 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 There you go. Boom. There it is. You're in focus. Yeah. Glock 17 long slides. Okay. We have so many projects for Glocks. Uh, that you just need it just doesn't look right without the the 17 long barrel uh the bullpup glock for starters right right um, you've got one there show it let show it uh let's see let's see yeah. the bullpup glock there you go so oh, looking good iteration like 50 or so still working on a couple issues um mm-hmm. still i i think oh. i've got uh other like three or four more iterations on top of this. I just haven't made it to the printer yet. Yeah. yeah, there's my, and this is a 34 link slide and it just really needs that 17 with a threaded barrel Uh, on the end of it just to make it look correct. I see. Right. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. By the way, so we, we've got some friends who are working on, on this stuff, uh, flying rich and Babyface P and that all, that is all through control pew. Uh, for allowing us to do that. So, okay, 
the Glock 17 long slides you're saying? Or Glock 34? Yep. Okay. No, it's is, 17 long. 17 long. Okay. Yeah, is that they difficult? Stopped making, mm -hmm. uh, well, they stopped making the 17 long from OEM. Uh -huh. So the only people who are making it now are aftermarket people. Okay. And the only reason that you would buy it, aside from something like this, is to make your race gun look cool. And so, uh -huh. like, that that's it. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what yeah, would be so, the market know, for this? Well, how, if someone was making these, how many of those could they sell right now? I don't know. I'd buy the hell out of them. Uh, I know. Yeah, uh, long kits are. Yeah, mo most of the gun, the the devs who are mm -hmm. like the Twitter devs, mm -hmm. uh, would buy them like crazy. Digital Nimbus, uh, Chairman Juan, uh, Booligan too would just they would because they all they all make different types of fun, goofy guns. Mm -hmm. That would be Off you know that. okay. Right, and it would all it would it would look correct if you just had a seventeen long slide on it, but you can mm -hmm. it, it's hard to get them. Yeah, you know? what were you gonna say there, Van? I was just gonna say seventeen L's are desired by everyone, even if they're not a dev, so they just sell out instantly. Okay. You go to like Sprint cool. Precision, they never have them in stock. Okay, yeah. So if someone was making ten thousand or whatever, they would be selling, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So what's the problem with making them? Why don't more people? that have CNC machines, let's say, jump into it. Is it more complicated than that? What's the... No idea. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's a question for someone who knows how to cam uh, for a CNC mm -hmm. machine, and I, right. don't, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, I would imagine there's a combination of, like, the market, mm -hmm. uh, how many people would actually want it, because this is sort of an unknown market. Um, yeah. You know, the people who buy buy parts to print guns, it's, it's still being felt out. Um when I talk to when I talk to companies outside of big companies like PSA, if I'm talking to the smaller guys that maybe they've got anywhere from one to maybe four or five CNC machines, I think that's the big risk that they're worried about. Like, okay, if I get all into this, get the plans, figure out how to mill this thing out, am I just going to be sitting on a bunch of these things for no reason? That's kind of the scary thing, right? Well, that that comes down to marketing and price, you know. If uh, if you can figure it out and and put them on the right, put them put them in the hands of the right people or in front of the right people at the right price, there's yeah. you won't be sitting on them. But it's a yeah. matter of being able to get there, uh, you know, at the right price. It's you know, it's it's all a business question. I'm not sure the the inner workings of it because I'm yeah. not you know, stock material for metal is the price keeps going up, right. Um, Evil so, SD says, yeah, "Don't you need a five-axis mill to make a Glock slide?" I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know anything about that. We would have to talk to a manufacturer to to uh, figure out exactly what it takes to do the that. And that's a good point. Difficult. Yeah, mm -hmm. the the most difficult part of making the Glock slide is going to be the uh, square firing pinhole. Okay. Um, and mm -hmm. I don't know. You need to EDM that, but uh. Yeah. Well, that well, okay. Yeah, well, right I mean, there, that's going to whole... be expensive. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, something else to consider too is, if I recall correctly, the Glock thirty four was made because the seventeen L wasn't competition. Um, I, I guess it's not within regulations for competition. So, I mean, anyone who'd be buying a seventeen L, it's probably just for like target plinking and fun. Yeah. Which is probably a smaller market than people who compete. So I can see a business argument for not doing 17Ls in bulk. Yeah. I I think there's, there's got to be a good reason. Otherwise, guys would just be getting the money on mm -hmm. it. So for sure, materials is an issue, right? 
And if you're not buying those, uh, a lot of materials, and then the, the tools and stuff like that is also an issue. I think I've maybe been in maybe two or three factories that they even have, like, wire EDM. So um, I'm, I'm not saying it's not out there a lot, but I guess it, you know, you wouldn't find it necessarily in smaller places. So, um, right. yeah, how expensive even is a piece of kit like that, you know? What uh, so okay so let's say maybe some of these parts are difficult to make. Are there uh, parts and and things like that that you guys need to to build your kits out or or build out the prints that are easier to make? Tell me some stuff that's easy to make that you're like okay how come people don't make this? Oh man, I mean if if, I mean, it, if there's something easy to make, there's someone making it. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I'm, uh, A lot of know, our Vin, development. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no that's if you had anything. Sorry. Yeah, Vin. Yeah, what you got? A lot of our development is built off of readily available parts and um, COTS parts, you know, commercially off-the-shelf stuff, right? Regular mm -hmm. hardware and generally existing and, you know, plentiful kits. Um, so really, if there's anyone who wants to jump into making the all these specialized parts, a lot of the requests would be parts for, like, guns that, are either one unobtainable or two rare or three there's just not enough parts falling in that are difficult and expensive to make those would generally be, be most of the requests that a lot of devs would ask for because if it's common to find we we just grab it off a store shelf or if it's commercial off the shelf we just mm -hmm. you know order of amazon or something okay okay what's what's I mean, the, an, e go ahead. an easy mm -hmm. way to go about this is if you're a company already making a gun and you want to see, you want to expand into the 3D printing market, just put a kit on your site that's everything except the receiver. Do you agree with that, Ben? Oh, absolutely. I, okay. I know there's a Twitter account that's just begging High Point. Like, and they'll, they'll, they'll tag <laughs> High Point once a day. I think it's High Point Goat, was it? And they'll yeah, tag High Point High once Point a day. <laughs> Please release parts kits. Please release parts kits. Uh, and I think last. Last Thursday, they got everyone to campaign to like, hey, give them a phone call. And I actually mm -hmm. went and I called. They said that um, they didn't, they were never going to send out slides, barrels, or sears anyways. And it's like, well, you know, why not consider a 3D printed frame? And it's like, oh, the owner says missing safety features. So I offered, I was like, okay, well, what safety features mm -hmm. does one implement it? Is he willing to talk? And she was just like, no. Yeah. So well, the, I'm, I'm the, telling the bigger, mm -hmm. I was say, the, the bigger problem is, if they're not making the gun, why are they concerned about safety pictures? That's what I'm saying. So I, it's it's I no know, longer their liability. So. Yeah. Right. So so I can say this, and maybe I need to like, um, maybe I need to do a show and, and invite. I've got some friends over at High Point. You know, Ooh. High Point sponsors the podcast, for example. Oh, you nice. know? Yeah. So we can we can talk to them, and I believe that I've had this discussion. And, you know, you've got to realize that some of this is political. And here's what I mean by that, right? That company is in a position where places like the ATF is already hating on them. And there's already companies out there looking, you know, just looking for a reason to, to start hitting them. So I think that's, that's some of the liability that they may be worried about, right? Like if we start putting this out there and then our name is attached to this thing going out there. I think also the way they make high points is kind of difficult because otherwise, why wouldn't you just buy a high point and use it, you know, more often 
for parts kits, right? Because it's cheap in the first place. But when you guys are using high points, do you find them difficult to take apart? No, not especially. Okay. It's it's probably one of the easier guns to take apart, period. It's okay. one pin in the back, and then everything else kind of comes out. Okay, so it's um, easy to take it apart and easy to use yeah. those parts, right, to make stuff? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so then doesn't that wind up because like my my um I've got a high point, I think uh, a C nine or something like that, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I think I paid like fifty sixty bucks for it. Right, the correct retail price. Right, it's used. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So wouldn't that just be easy? I think there's something in there. I'm not trying to defend it or anything for them. I think the good thing to do was act was actually get them together with you guys and have these discussions. Because I agree with what you just said. The better thing here is for the manufacturers to figure out ways to work with you all. Right. You know, invite you guys in. Say like, come in. Here's a, here's what we make. Figure out a way to make this cool. We'll work with you on that, and then we'll you know. We'll figure out some way we could tell people, hey, you want to do this? But there's something there's something in the middle there that they're scared of, and I don't 100% believe is that they're going to lose money because I think they would probably make money. They'll make right. Money. Well, if, if, we'll if the gun is that mm – -hmm. well, and, and you think about it. There's already a 10% price hike on the gun at retail because of the government, mm -hmm. because it's a firearm. And you don't have to pay that anymore if you don't make the firearm. So that's true. That's you, true. You immediately get a ten percent discount. Yeah. And whether that turns into like to the customer, to the company, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Look, it's still some, be under hundred bucks. Some of it could just be that the folks at the companies are scared of the of right. the of the three D printers, and they're and thinking you know, that, that's, we're gonna we're gonna that, lose here. Yeah. Yeah. That that's I, an entirely fair perspective, and I you know I understand it completely. Um, mm -hmm. But the other end of the if if they're not going to answer the market someone else will mm -hmm. and so that's that's the you know if you're willing to to sacrifice that bit of the market to you know not be involved in in whatever politics come out of it that's you know okay that's that's your choice as a business i'll respect that but you know our friend low point goat on twitter is still gonna harass you every day <laughs> right oh no i don't think i don't think they're mad about the harassment that only serves as marketing for them that's true Right. I think right. at the end of the day, I mean, look at High Point for as as in a for example of what they've done. I mean, this new Yeet Cannon is coming out of people harassing, harassing them for stuff. It's yep. taking some time for them to get it out there. That's all like industry behind the scenes stuff, right? You know, they're making molds. They've got to do all these things before they invest in that. They want to be sure. And also, you know, you got to get like every little yeah. Make sure you get all the money out of what you've already made as well you know i've seen that in the car world i've seen that um for example forerunner i've had a toyota forerunner it's still it's the same toyota forerunner they've been making for the last 20 years they're just stamping it out and making money and people are like oh when are they going to make a new one i don't think they ever will and, wh and why would you if you could just keep making money out of it so there's, there's, there's some weird stuff like that going on. But I really think if they came up to speed and like sat down and talked to you guys and figured out ways that they can do things here, it can really only enhance business going forward. Because let's, let's put it in the most blunt way. The old dudes that are not into 3D printing are dying off every day. Yep. <laughs> the younger people <laughs> that are into all of this are being born every day. <laughs> Right. 
boomers die, which is why estate sales are my favorite place to be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm one of the I'm one of the old dudes, so I'm not wishing that. <laughs> on, you know, I'm not wishing that on anyone. But you really have to think forward if you if you want to be successful and you want to have your company around forever. You've got to think forward from what you're doing, um, and and open up a little bit to to folks like yourselves. Anyway, I'll, I'll put this out here because I've said this before, but mm -hmm. my, my DMs are open. High Point has my phone number. They have all my contact information. I did version one of the Low Point years ago. If you want to sit down and have a primer on 3D printing, even if it doesn't turn into uh, you putting kits on the market, give me a shout. I'm yeah. happy to walk you through everything. I've got printers coming out of every, every corner uh, of, of the world. I actually don't have any in my office at the moment. Yeah, but uh, I'll you know what I'll yeah. make a I'll I'll try to I'll make a show I'll try to make a show because I have Dave from High Point he comes he, they sponsor this podcast and he comes on from time to time maybe we need to all sit down and plan a show and you guys bring some High Point builds on and you know and, and do some stuff around it and at least start talking about it open up negotiations. <laughs> I guess this is a good time for a spoiler. I'm working on a nine nine five. Okay. So the high, the high point carbine. Oh. 995, 4095, and 4595. Interesting. Can we uh, see anything, true. or that's as, as much as we're going to... Uh, I have a couple printed, but they're not in the room. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, I will, uh, I'll, I'll start posting on Twitter in the next couple weeks. I mean, you know, you could just walk out of the parts. room for a second. I know. I could. You know. I don't even know where they are, though. That's and the we, other problem. We'll show Vin's guns <laughs> for a second, and then we'll... No. Okay, listen, no, the, that's go ahead. The problem is I don't know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> they're in, All right. They're in one of the boxes <laughs> in this corner or like in the next room in one of the other dozen boxes. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear. Bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family owned and operated company located in Ohio with over thirty years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. Yes. So um, listen, the big point that I'm trying to make here, and I'm, I'm trying to, oh, hold on, let me figure out this arrangement. Yeah, the big point I'm trying to make here is that I would like to see more companies working with you guys. Now, you're going to probably have a better shot with the smaller companies. Um, believe it or not, High Point sells a lot of guns, man. There's a lot of High Points out there. Oh, you I know? believe it. Yeah, so um, they're, pro they're probably making and selling the most handguns. <laughs> you know, if, we're, if we I mean, want to talk that, about that, things, they're probably doing that. <laughs> price is a huge driver of sales, man. That's uh... Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know. I think that know. was one factor. Go mm -hmm. ahead. No, go, hit it. Go I, for it. I think that was one factor how the low point got so popular, right? Was that the kits were abundant and that they were incredibly cheap at the time. I think like $30. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't say the kits were abundant, but the community was still really small. This was at the beginning of our of our massive growth period in, in like 2017, 2018. Okay, so uh, gonna, when we started talking about the high point. Yeah, I'm going to Google. So just Google low high point, low point. How do I how do I find? Uh, just go low point, I think. Low point. Okay, hold on. I'll just put low point gun. Low point gun. Let's see if anything comes up. 
2020, 2019. Is this it right here? Introducing the low point? Okay, by Control Pew. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Although this was like a year after the the low point had come out because this was released under my previous uh, handle. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So it would have been like 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. Yeah. Hmm. Someone made a a girl's frontline OC of it. Oh, jeez. I... What is that? You're going to have to explain that to the old guy. Uh, Oh my gosh. So Girls Frontline is this mobile gacha game. Gacha is like a gambling game where you buy like a blind box of stuff. Mm -hmm. But in this case, you're you're buying a a collection of PNGs, like pictures, Mm -hmm. to play in the game. And um, Mm -hmm. they they basically anthro for more size firearms into like these like cute girls. Oh. (laughs) I, I okay. I'm looking on Commando Blogs' page and someone did a commission of. of the give me a give me a link. Yeah, let me put send a you link, link in the chat. I'll put it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, either that, or you could send it to me, whichever is easier to do, and I could throw it up here. Um, send and, it in our uh, chat. Yeah, and by the way, both of these guys are on Utreon, so I just want to remind everyone: Control Pew is on Utreon. Also, Vin is on Utreon. And uh, if right now, actually, if anyone gives any money, it's going to go to these two equally. It's going to be shared. Oh. And I think they deserve it. They need, you know, they need the funds here to keep more 3D printing stuff going. So, um, uh, and 82, 802 Pew says they're furry firearms, too. Oh, goodness. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, jeez. There are surprisingly <laughs> yeah, a lot of furries in the printed gun community. <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that's the whole intersection of guns that I did not see coming when I got started this. <laughs> it's um, interesting. It's interesting. Um, 42 Chill said, and Taurus. Um, yeah, you know, I think, listen, we've got to work on it. It's It's a doable thing. And I think it just takes time. I think some of these companies need to realize what's going on and... You know, I'm kind of like reluctant to talk about the companies necessarily here because I don't know if they want people to know about this. But when we were at the gathering, Vin, there were companies there that were very open and accepting to you guys, right? I I'd say individuals were very receptive, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the individuals we saw at the gathering were had expressed, and they they basically said, you know, we're happy they're happy of what we're doing. Um, it's just that they had to, you know, like put the company logo away when they said it, mm-hmm. you know, like off the record. Um, so I, yeah. I do think we have a lot of um, followers and a lot of interests within mm-hmm. the people who work in the gun industry. Though I think the executives, um, you know, being all businessy folk and stuff, they try to stray, stay away from something as challenging and radical and just different as like 3D printing. Yeah, I think it might be the liability of it or the political side of it with companies other companies out there becoming activists and going after them. Maybe I don't want to make excuses for them, but I kind of get it. By the way, folks are giving some money that's going to you. There you go, Edward Brower hey, gave five bucks. It. Yeah, he's from uh, he's from Utreon. Armament and Axes gave five bucks. And Asper Warrior, he says I'm gonna get in trouble with my wife for this, but I gotta support totally the movement. It. I'm so excited about this stuff right now. So boom, there you go. Big thanks to to all those folks for doing that out there. I appreciate it. And these guys, the money will go right to these guys. They don't even have to try to get it from me, which it wouldn't happen. If that was, if that was the case. Uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, but you know what? We, we just have to keep working on it. I think it's one of these things that it just takes time. And sometimes you have to go through like intermediary ways or like I was saying, work with some of the smaller companies. You know, you guys should start. Um, so, for example, have you heard of Safety Harbor Firearms? That's another company that sponsors the show. But I personally I've known Walter, who owns Safety Harbor Firearms for years years and years we do a lot of different stuff together even at one point we were gonna like crowd build a gun you know i remember that somewhere if if you look in the archives of my videos we were talking about like designing a gun and putting all the stuff out there and then people could just go make their own stuff and maybe he was going to make some of the parts of it so i know he's open to that and and they make the shtf 50 which is a um a bolt action 50 bmg upper that you could put on an AR-15 lower. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. I have. Didn't yes. the ATF do something dumb that yeah. say that the upper is a, the receiver? Yes, they're making him serialize both the upper and the... So, so he doesn't always make the lowers because you can buy the complete gun from him. But yeah, mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're trying to force them to uh, serialize the uppers, which that's like a... That's a whole thing, and right now that's what they're doing. They're just serializing them because it's very expensive to fight the uh, the ATF when they're right. using your money against you. I, but yeah, go ahead. I'm looking on their site here. So they say BATF is determined our SHTF-50 upper assembly is constant. It's a receiver of a firearm. Mm -hmm. So if you put an AR lower together with the upper of the SHTF-50, Mm -hmm. So you technically have two firearms or one firearm? That's a curious question. <laughs> it's a good question. I know that uh, Matthew LaRossiere was actually on with Walter, and we had this conversation. It's really bullshit that they're doing this, and definitely people need to push back against this kind of stuff. And I'm not trying to tell you guys that's not happening, but yeah, man. You know, there's just a lot of stupid shit like this happening with the ATF. They're, and they're also not making anyone else do that. And I'm not trying to say they should be. They shouldn't be doing this in the first place. <laughs> you know, they really shouldn't be doing it. So, um, but yeah, if you, you know, if, if anyone wanted to venture into that, I'm not trying to push you guys into doing that. But if there's a company that I know and I could somehow help you guys out or be the bridge or we make something cool and then we show them, hey, these guys can do this cool stuff. I think that's a good way to at least get the ball rolling a lot of times their lawyers are going to tell them to be very careful of liability though uh when it comes to these things right look at what's look at what's happening to um to daniel defense man from from this after this school shooting in uvalde daniel defense is getting sued and they've they're actually, getting the remington treatment yeah they've gone very low-key you know they um you know they don't want anyone to to uh, talk about this or bring this up, uh, but yeah, they've already been named in lawsuits, and because of what the uh, Freedom Group, well, I don't think it was the companies that got broken up there, but there was uh, definitely some insurance money that was set aside, and the lawyers decided to settle, right? That um, suit that was out there with the Freedom Group, that's a, that's a bad precedent, and now there's going to be more of that going out there, so... Unfortunately, that's what we're that's what we're facing here. Unless we do something to uh, help these guys out, so uh, I don't know if you guys want to respond to that. I do have another. Um, some more money came in here. The from eight hundred two. I don't even. 
Appreciate uh, you, Ando, too. No, yeah. I don't even know where to. I don't even know where to respond to that. That's like. Uh, yeah, he I says. Mean, it, 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 he says, um, Pew and Vin, what are your takes on privacy in the 3D gun community? How about DRM being included with the file security and identification? Who are the big players pushing for this stuff? So there you go. Is that the question you're saying you don't know how to respond to, or? No, it was the the Freedom oh. Group lawsuit. Oh, the Freedom um, Group. Okay, you can do yeah. both of those. Yeah. Well, so the lawsuit is bad because they settled. They didn't see mm-hmm. it all the way through. It would have been more expensive, I'm sure, but it would have at least because settling doesn't set a precedent, like from a legal standard, as far as I'm aware. So it's still entirely unknown, mm-hmm. um, you know, how that would have come out in the end, and. Given the way that companies work anymore, I don't think the this lawsuit is going to uh, <laughs> going to be seen through all the way either. Um, you know, they just tend to settle and be done with it. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's a bit I weird. Think, uh, yeah, I, I don't mean like a legal precedent in it. I just think that it's a bad thing that they did it's a, it. It's that a bad they track record. Yeah. Yeah. However, those folks are not gun people. So the people behind that who right. settled are not gun people. They're just lawyers for that whatever that money that was set aside. They had to, you know, they they had to get paid. So if you get paid, you got to, you know, you've got to do something, is, which is settle, and then get your this money. This is why, yeah. This is why when the time comes, lawyers should be first. <laughs> <laughs> not all, not on, all the lawyers, but definitely some. Yeah, you mean practice. There's lawyers. definitely going to be an order under <laughs> under lawyer. But anyway, yeah, yeah, no, we are then, joking. Uh, we are joking. Yeah, we've all we've all got friends who are lawyers. <laughs> like you yeah. know when someone says something racist and they're like, I got black, I got black friends. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, Ahead, one, of, one of my best friends is a lawyer, and I tell him yeah, that exactly. all, all the time, like every day. Oh, uh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. He'd probably be the first one trying to take out lawyers, too. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Vay. Go for it. I I think the lawsuits against gun manufacturers is kind of a flawed approach. Um, because to my understanding, when you sue a company for something, you're suing for a defect with a product that killed something, right? The, mm-hmm. So, for example, like a car, like if you know Ford released a car that was known to have like this defect, and they knew about it and they killed people, and then you know I think yeah, like being getting sued in that case is pretty reasonable. But in this case, have making something and then getting sued for that when the tool was abused, versus if the tool had a known flaw, I think that's a really scary precedent to uh, to venture into. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you, okay? How And, you know, there there is law to actually protect the firearms industry from such things. But yes, it's not, you're talking logic, right? It doesn't make, if, if I'm getting fat, it doesn't make sense for me to sue uh, the people that make the spoons or, you know, sue McDonald's right. or whatever, whatever it is because I'm getting fat. But we're, we're living in a, in a time where, the president is calling for this. The the left is calling for this. They're calling for suing companies in the firearms industry out of existence. This is what they're calling for. This you know, we can look it up and, and you'll see. They say it over and over again. Biden said it in his last his last speech. Can we sue the government for all the people that they kill? Uh <laughs> people have tried. 
They've tried and died. <laughs> I think uh, there's something called um, qualified immunity. Yeah, which, uh, should be thrown out too. Right. <laughs> it's it does not make sense, but it's a, it's where these guys are going, and it's what will destroy industry. And it's and not just the gun industry. And then also, what happens when the firearms manufacturers go out of business? The government can't keep them in business. So they're not going to have access to guns or ammo or anything else. They won't have it either. Obviously, they, they don't seem to care. Have to, they'll have to buy them from HK in Germany like everyone else. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah. I guess there are companies that think they're going to survive through this, you know, um, no matter what. But, uh, yeah, it's a it's a dangerous thing that we're going into with that. Um, and then I think there was the other question from um, 802 Pews. And then I see he gave he gave some more money. Let's see, what is this one? He says, on a scale of 1 to 10, how likely is it Vin would give mustache rides? Oh, my God. Uh, 7.5. And that is, uh, you can't quote me on this. That is uh, <laughs> legally binding. Um. <laughs> uh, Vin, do you don't know what mustache rides are? I don't think I want to know. <laughs> You should uh, you should Google it real quick. Yeah, no, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. Um, I'm gonna say the chances are low. <laughs> yeah. Vin, what do you say to that? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> like okay. Negative one. Yeah. Oh, you're not even gonna say it depends. Are you married? No, Vin? I have, I have no married? idea. What it, no, I'm not. You're not married. Okay. No. All right. Um, there you go. Yeah. Some people's answer might have been it depends, but uh, <laughs> you know, no, I, you gotta I do, look it I up, do. and if you don't know what it is, I don't want to be the one to spoil your innocence. <laughs> okay, all right, never mind. I don't want to. I want to destroy myself my innocence. So, um, and then what about the other question that eight hundred two pews asked? He said, "How about DRM being included within the files for security and identification?" Who are the big players pushing for this stuff? That's well, I had a, I had a, an argument with Pinkus about this a long time ago because one of his first statements when he was starting to 3D print guns was maybe we could get gun companies to release their CAD for their frames and they could DRM it and license it to people. I'm like, well, they can already do that, but oh my god, I hate you because you mentioned DRM and mm -hmm. its flawed implementation. Because uh, mm -hmm. it's it's every time you've introduced every time DRM has ever been introduced, it's always been a flawed implementation that's failed almost immediately, and mm -hmm. so it's going to here too, and it's going to be legally binding. Mm -hmm. uh, so somebody's going to download something and they're going to put it on their Google Drive, and then their Google Drive is going to get hacked, and someone else is going to upload that file to somewhere else on the internet, and then that original person is going to go to court because someone's someone downloaded that gun in New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For all that, we know, for all we know, Pincus is eight hundred two pews. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> we have no clue. Yeah. We have, we we don't have any idea uh, right. of, of what's going on there. Vin, what's your answer to that? So, buckle up because he asked he asked three questions in there. He asked um, <laughs> take some privacy in the print gun community. Mm -hmm. and he asked about DRM um, mm -hmm. and who's the big players. So I actually finished giving a talk. Um, we touched on this quite a bit at my uh, Dartmouth University, Dartmouth College talk um, a month ago. And there is a disturbing rise in um, a minority of people in the do-it-yourself gun space who want to take away the option of privacy and anonymity um, because they think that the curious and the you know middle ground anti-gun people are going to say, 
oh, you know, why are you private? What do you have to hide, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. They forget the fact that people who opt for privacy and anonymity, they either, one, it's a necessity for them, mm-hmm. or two, they just because they don't have anything to hide doesn't mean they have anything to show, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, you know, I'm, I'm a fairly open book, right? You can ask me any question on, on Twitter and I'll most likely answer it, right? But that doesn't mean I want to lay out all my text messages for everyone to see. And that also doesn't mean that I want to decide for those around me uh, what I reveal by publishing text messages. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. when someone says – Because you don't have says, something to hide doesn't mean you want to disclose all your stuff either. Right. So – Yeah. I mean – so when someone says, oh, there's no reason for anonymity, you know, anonymity is a – I remember when, when someone um, in the print gun community said this, they said anonymity is a disservice. It's like, well, um, if anonymity is a disservice to the gun community then. Who said um, that? There are many uh, – it's someone – I'm not going to name their name out of charity. Um, okay. When they said that, I, I, was, I was very, very upset because mm-hmm. a lot of our great designs have come from people who are – anonymous or pseudo anonymous mm-hmm. and so to say well anonymity hasn't done anything for a community well anonymity created a social context of where we could have all these designs come out because these developers these people felt safe to take charge of their you know privacy and security to publish these designs um mm-hmm. without you know being outed or canceled mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when someone says you know, they're against privacy and anonymity. I'm, I'm immediately suspect of their motives. Yeah, it's. I think that's outside of guns. I mean, that's in everything in life. Human beings are are entitled to privacy, unless they decide, hey, I want to, you know, put my business out there for lots of different reasons, right? And some of us decide, right. hey, we're gonna we're gonna put our stuff out there. Or some of us want different levels of privacy and all that. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of different reasons why folks out there would want to be private in what they're doing or anonymous and yeah we should just give them you know allow them to do that right if if you if you remember the old the early days of the internet Mm -hmm. a lot of it was you know Mm -hmm. pseudo anonymous and private Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it's only in recent times like mid to late 2010s that you had to start signing in everywhere Mm -hmm. nowadays you can't Mm -hmm. go online without signing in everywhere yeah. You look at like a Google image search, every picture is like a Pinterest link and Pinterest makes you sign in. Yeah. So, I mean, and if you, well, I mean, that's because it's all, it's big money now. It's big money. <laughs> it's big money in this thing. Now they need to, to market stuff. You, By the way, 802 pews got mad <laughs> that, I, that, I, that I said he could possibly be Pincus. So I apologize. I apologize for that. <laughs> um, well, that is, that is exactly what Pincus would say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, oh, yeah. that's, I guess. That's totally a, <laughs> yeah. totally a thing a statement to like see right. what the response would be. And on yeah. the topic too of yeah. uh, mm-hmm. DRM, mm-hmm. this is a free and open source community. It's based off of software principles of mm-hmm. free and open source software. Free is in liberty. Um, to say that you want to put DRM on it is kind of – I don't know how to say it. It, it means when you say you want DRM in the FOSS community, it means you're not reading the room. You're not mm-hmm. – you don't know this community you're trying to appeal mm-hmm. or market to. Yeah, it just it's, means it's, you're yeah. yeah, I agree with you. It's almost like if uh, you know you're someone who believes in smart guns, and you try to tell a bunch of gun guys that. So try that out and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, we'll see. Oh, speaking of, you know, <laughs> is this a good segue? I don't know. Oh, we should have actually go. So. 
Yeah, we should have actually gone to the next topic. Hold on a second. I think I... Hold on. Let's take this break. <laughs> With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. Yeah, uh, speaking of smart guns, uh, you know, should we, should ben, we, let's see we, it. all right, all right, I'll fish should it we out. Drop? Yeah, <laughs> come on. So if you've been in the gun community for a while, you probably know what this is. Um, guess, mm-hmm. guess what it is. Um, it's an Armatix IP1, mm-hmm. and it is the, let me get this case open. So this is the real deal that you have here, huh? Yeah. This cool. is the first generation smart gun. All right. To watch it. Okay. You know, right now there's lots of booze and hissing and uh, stuff getting thrown at the scene, <laughs> at the screen right now. Go ahead. Uh, it, well, before you get all upset, you know, this is, I have it as an engineering sample, as a, um, you know, as a reference. Uh-huh. Um, it's a collector's item. Where well, yeah, that, that I, yeah. I'm a hundred percent in on that. That is a collector's item. For gun guys, although a lot of gun guys despise them, it's still a gun. It's still. How many right. of them did they ever make of these things? Uh, I don't know actually. Um, but I've seen at least six go on sale on Gunbroker within a year. Hmm. So I I bought well, one. Um, I know four other have sold, and I know two other people who've bought them. Okay, so what kind I of money are we things. talking? Okay, Control um, Pew says he has one. Four hundred dollars. Four hundred bucks. And these yep. are these coming from the company or are these secondhand? Is this company no, still in business? No, these are all everything. The company's out of business. Okay. Uh, they're all secondhand. Okay. Um, and they're all coming out of private collections. Okay, so give us the history of this gun. Is it based on another gun? What's the deal? It's main Germany. It's built from the ground up. Um, it's also easily defeated. You can hold a magnet next to a slide and the gun will fire. Because mm-hmm. the firing pin block is magnetically actuated. Mm-hmm. So the smart stuff basically controls where that firing pin block is on or off. Mm-hmm. The how do I say it? The person who sells it, um, th- these are all coming out of private estate sales and stuff. Uh, the person who sold it, and someone made this comment in the uh, chat. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have the personal pleasure of tormenting them and asking, "What's a money order?" Because all they would take a gun broker's money order, and so I know what a money order is. Um, I'm just being uh, being snide mm-hmm. and asking money order. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, get, get with the yeah. times. Take credit cards, you know. Yeah, um, that's interesting. It's interesting that even um, so, so they're still out there and they're selling for four hundred bucks. Is that because no one wants them? Even though, well, there, there's like one uh, every two or three months. That will okay. Yeah. Okay. Four hundred bucks. Okay. So, how many of these guns were ever made? I think that would probably be like. We probably send a letter to the ATF and ask how many of these have been imported because they're all imported from Germany. Okay. So these are selling over in Germany. People actually – the my my only experience with this is in that James Bond – That's which James Bond movie was it where he had a smart gun? I would have to Google it right now. It's one of – I, I was looking at it recently. Um, it's like one of the Daniel Craig uh, James Bond movies. Of course, it had. would have to be a new one. Yeah. 
yeah, there there was like the the new Q gives him this stupid smart gun that uh is yeah, fingerprint readable. <laughs> so stupid. Oh. <laughs> it just, just made me okay. Yeah, it just made me mad because basically Q gives him this uh this uh PPK and says, "Oh yeah, you know, it's it's got your fingerprint stored in there." Okay, so you're a spy. You have your fingerprint stored in the gun. <laughs> that's not going to I don't know how that's clandestine. <laughs> I'm not sure what spies are rolling around out there. It's just like when you see in these movies there's someone using depleted uranium in their for their Glock bullets. It's like what why? <laughs> you know, what mm. what are we what are we actually doing? So it's just mm. Hollywood trying to be Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So that in 20 years, someone thinks it's actually fact and they get interested in guns. That's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. what Hollywood's there for. But uh, right. I was just amused. I couldn't find a number, but I'm just amused by this one line from an article that said it had the worst double action trigger we've ever tested. And they criticized the pistol's price of $1,798. Wow. Wow. And now it's down to 400 bucks. I'm thinking yeah. I should. OK, so show us more of this gun. What is it? Is so it's not built off of anything. It's a completely unique gun on its own, Vin. Um, right. It's it's basically a I twenty-two mean, LR pistol. Yeah. Oh, it's How many twenty-two. Ways you do a blowback twenty-two. Um, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Blowback. Um, okay. Has a single double action. It's a rimfire, so I'm not going to dry fire it. Mm-hmm. I actually had a pawnbroker um, that was appraising it. She didn't know what she was holding, and she just pulled the trigger repeatedly and. I, I I I almost lost my mind um, on her. So, um, yeah, it was very upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. I had a paddle release for the magazine, so a mm-hmm. German style paddle release for mm-hmm. letting the mag drop right here. I mean, it's just a very it's a simple twenty two blowback. It's made to just it's made basically to demonstrate the smart gun capability. Um, and where's the where's the reader? Where's the fingerprint reader? Or no, it's not a fingerprint reader. It's the magnetic thing, right? The wrist. It's a watch. It's the wrist thing. Yeah. Yeah. When so that, the gun that is pairs with watch. a watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To do your security code. Oh, okay. So that watch is still working and doing it. Yes, uh, I took the battery out because it's not in use, obviously. Oh yeah. If but, I knew um, you were gonna do this, I'll tell you get some snap caps and throw some snap caps up in there. Yeah, or some so live we, rounds, whatever. Yeah. No, no, not 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 live rounds. Yeah, no desk popping for Van. Um, <laughs> you hold the gun. There's a little LED that pops up, tells you the status mm-hmm. of the gun, what's unlocked or not. Mm-hmm. But it's easily to feel. You hold a magnet to the side, just deactivates the firing pin block. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also not reliable to shoot too. Even with if you have the gun unlocked, the hammer it's so how do I say so inconsistent that. When it drops, this it's not a guarantee it'll fire. You have to pull the trigger again, and uh, I, I suspect that the hammer doesn't have long to live too, because it's very, very thin at the towards the axle of it. So I suspect that this probably being a cast part will probably break down there at some point. So mm-hmm. I also wouldn't fire it if even if I did got it to work because it's yeah. so scared. You're not finding replacement parts for this. Yeah. I think it, I think this is a, a collector's piece. You know why? Why did you buy one, Alex? Tell us why uh, you got one of these. Well, Vin had one, and I wanted one because mm-hmm. he kept showing it to me and, and and bragging. And then Matt bought one, 
And so now he's bragging to me about, hey, look at this weird gun I have. And I, I really have this deep passion for stupid, old, yeah. idiotic guns. Yeah. And <laughs> I have it, a Zip it, 22. It, you, you know the right. Zip 22? I have one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it checked every box for me. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I need this in my life. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> there's finally one on Gun Broker, and I threw some money at it. I was like, all right. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if all of a sudden now the gun guys start a thing? It's so weird, this story, that this gun came out, it was that expensive, people didn't really buy it, and now it's out there on Gunbroker with with inflation and all the things going on. It's the one gun selling way under market. Right. (laughs) It's because no one knows to look for it, and also it appears so rarely that when you look for it most of the time, you don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, except we messed that up. We messed that up now. It's rare, obscure, and bad. And so Mm -hmm. most people are going to be like, now, rather, I'm going to buy that AUG or something. Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah, I think a lot of gun guys would be embarrassed to show their friends. You guys are truly brave. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of Look, gun we guys. Like what we like. Yeah, I, I think I think it has a novelty to it. Uh, let me not forget this. Eight hundred two pews uh, gave five bucks. Here, I'm going to read what he said here. Uh, let's see if we can throw this up here. He says, "I've got twenty for whichever of you tricks Vin into looking at what mustache rides are." So there you go. You know, I think Vin, for the sake of the people, you've got to go and look up mustache rides. I just want to see your reaction. We might go viral. If you mm. if you Google right now mustache rides, okay, and we get your reaction, it might, you know, that might take us to another level, man. It might overcome the shadow ban, everything that we're facing right now. Let's see. Oh, here we go. All right. Let's right. see here. Mustache rides. You really don't know what mustache rides are? I, I do not. Oh, okay. Yeah, stop, up, go. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me also I prefer put... the term uh, goatee excursion to mustache ride. <laughs> is it? Are you finding out what it is? <laughs> Read yeah. it to us, Vin. Read it to us. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Your viewers can find out by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Brower says it's exactly what it sounds like <laughs> from the reaction of Vince. Look at Vince's face. He's like, uh, disgusting. I've got to whitewash my brain now. <laughs> Vince's going to drink heavily tonight. Forget that. <laughs> oh, boy. Listen, every man and some of the ladies out there have all given much. That's right. <laughs> Lola's good. Lola is right now going looking for her phone to text me. I'm surprised she didn't throw anything at you. No, she's not in the van. She's not Lola. I do this in the van so Lola isn't trying to tell me what to do all the time. That's why, yeah. Lola's in the house. I'm in the van. So (laughs) Yeah. Are you okay, Vin? Did we mess you up? I'm good. (laughs) There you go. All right. So there you go. I think secretly he knew he just wanted to play innocent for us. Yeah, yeah, come on, Vin. I legitimately did not know. This is a move, Vin, that should be in your toolbox. Am I I wrong, Alex? Am I wrong? No, you should always be ready to pull this one out. It should be like right next to the pliers. Yeah. It should, every dude should have this. 
Yeah, right? it, it's it's screwdrivers, your quarter inch bits for various screwdriver tips, right? Your pliers, your little the little flush cutters that come with all the 3D printers, <laughs> and then mustache rides. <laughs> someone, someone said if you could ride a motorcycle, you could ride you could ride a mustache, something to that effect. <laughs> 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 Listen, yeah, every dude should have this somewhere in it, you know, in the thing. Sometimes you gotta put on a fake mustache, you know. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Okay, oh, okay. Get, get the fake mustache with the fake nose and the, the spectacles. Oh too. yeah, we're on another level now. <laughs> right. You just gotta up your game. Yeah, this is what's that movie with Tom Cruise where they were doing all kinds of freaky stuff? Uh, something about sight. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a weird Tom Cruise movie out there where there's like a secret sex cult. No one. Was it? What is that? That movie? just sounds like Hollywood. Uh, yeah, that just sounds like reality. Yeah. There, oh, it's, it's, it's a, <laughs> there's a there's a weird Tom Cruise movie out there. Um, let me see. Now I've got to go back. Someone someone is gonna say it here. It's from the early zero. So I'm going. Uh, eyes wide shut eyes wide shut there you go eyes wide shut you've never seen that nope it's got uh nicole kidman up in there okay vin you got more research to do this is Mm. tom cruise tom cruise early in the contract with nicole kidman you know (laughs) you gotta check that out eyes wide shut from edward brower there you go brian quick Mm. says it's a stanley kubrick movie Man, I thought you guys were nerds. Yeah, we're, 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 we are. We're just not like... What the hell Tom is wrong Cruise with the nerds. young nerds Sorry. nowadays, man? How do, every nerd should know all the movies that have uh, boobies in it. And this is this has distracted me. Also, we have the yeah. internet, so we don't need to yeah, like, scour the movies. We just this, have all of the boobs. This is how the internet has ruined civilization. Because in That's my true. time, you had, to, you had to know the movies with boobies in it. Now you could just go Google it. You don't even yeah, have to. Yeah. You don't have to Google. You just go to Pornhub.com and it's there. It's all, everything you ever need. <laughs> uh, Asper Warrior says or it's Twitter, not worth it. You know? Yeah. We'll get into guns. We'll get into guns. Okay. So what were you just showing there, Alex? What was that gun? Mm. It looks pink. That's what I know. Yeah. It's a Glock 26 with a weird looking uh, – or a Glock 19 with a weird looking barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's – in 22 TCM. Ah. So I, nice. I went and found a conversion kit. I've got some 22 TCM in the mail. We're going to give it a test and oh, see sweet. how it works. Show us what else you have on the table. Come on, man. We got you here. We uh, got to take some stuff off the table. Yeah. So this, you saw the bullpup bull block pop. earlier. Another now, revision. Yeah. More so what's up, what's up with the, uh, what's up with the, I don't know what we're calling that, the stock, I guess, or. Uh, the brace. The brace, yeah. What's up with the brace on this? Is that all 3D? Uh, no, this is just an SP Tactical, something that oh, I picked up Okay. Uh, from them. There are several printable braces out there. I, I'm mm-hmm. going to work on one for this specifically. Right. I think Rich um, has one that has mm-hmm. some kind of hardware. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, Bullpuck Block, uh, you should be cu- it should be coming out of alpha into its beta I want to say towards the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, still doing some refining on the overall everything and mm-hmm. getting it to fit together a little nicer than it has been. Okay. 
So are you getting it? Are you getting that to work well? Is it you know? Is it consistent? You... Uh, we're 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 improving dramatically. Um, okay. There there were some tr problems with the trigger. Um, it doesn't like to work with uh, like the the polymer eighty trigger packs. Um, you mm -hmm. really need an OEM Glock one. Uh, so we're working on expanding that out, massaging it around, and uh, getting all the geometry right. But okay. It's a little cool. bit further to go, not a whole lot further, and then it'll be out for everyone to uh, to enjoy with their hopefully newly manufactured aftermarket Glock 17 long slides. Yes, we'll work on that. <laughs> we'll work on making it happen. And by the way, let me just read this from uh, Asper Warrior. He says, Control Pew's shoulder thing that goes up was my first print um, last week. So there you go. I don't know what that was, nice. but yeah. It was a... Uh, it's a... It's a brace that has a well. The shoulder thing flips up and down on it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was a uh, uh, God. I need. To, I should take another pass of that or clean it up a little because uh, mm -hmm. I haven't touched in a while. So what so, is this? This is the Tac Daddy uh, currently in beta. Oh, that looks good. Uh, yeah, this is a. Uh, hold that up a little. Yeah, hold it up a little higher so we could see. You're gonna so have to make this is gonna be probably the thumbnail, probably the thumbnail. So let's you got you gotta get your face in there. There you go. <laughs> Happy now? You nice. got it? Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. Tack Daddy, this one's version forty two. Um I've been playing with my laser, so I've been lasering these oh, and serialing them. Because mm -hmm. I'm 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 special like that. But uh yeah, Tack Daddy V version uh forty three is in beta right now, being tested by the group. Um, nine nine millimeter pistol caliber something. Well, pistol actually. This one's a pistol. So this looks um, a lot like a Sten. What's uh... close? Okay. Uh, we're using the 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 sort of the internals from the Tac Nine. So the okay. company Sol Invictus updated the Tac Nine for you know 2022 with AR fire controls and other parts, and then we've. Oh okay. What happened there? Did I lose these guys? Did that into a freighter. Oh, okay. Sorry. We're, uh, you we're, we're making some progress for this. Take clock mags, all the usual stuff. Oh, okay. You, we, uh, no, I think we froze there for a second, but I think we're we're still good. Um, yeah. What was that last part you said? Uh, yeah. It takes uh, it's a nine millimeter pistol thing. Um, takes clock mags as usual. Working mm -hmm. on ad adapting it for other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, currently in beta, should be coming out relatively soon. Yes, and so Vin, oh, hold on, let's show Vin's here. Vin went yeah, for Vin's the got one. hot pink. Yeah. <laughs> hot pink. Like salmon, it's more like salmon red. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it is like a salmon, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, that's actually, cool. I uh, got finished jumping this over the weekend. Um, I mean, it, it shoots really... Wait, I'm going to try to get both of you. Both of you somehow try to point at it. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you stay where you are, Vin. Now you've got to go more flat, Alex, and point in Vin's. Th there you go, there you go. Wow, wow, Alex, you, you do that to me? Okay, wow, yeah. wow. Hold on, I'm move your, move your, <laughs> move your muzzle down to about the center of your camera. Yeah, go, yeah, go down a little with your with your muzzle, Vin. Down. Yeah, yeah. down, down. <laughs> there, go. there we go. Yeah, we're touching tips. <laughs> Virtually. Uh. Yeah. Notice, do on YouTube. That Vin is totally oh, fine doing. Yeah, he Vin <laughs> is fine doing that. Mustache rides, no. 
Yeah, no, mustache rides are out, but touching yeah. tip all over. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not disgusting <laughs> at all. Uh, uh, Eight hundred two says, "Oh, that's so cute. The boys are touching tips." <laughs> there you go. Should I so should weird. I show the chat the picture? Uh, yes, go ahead. <laughs> go, go all right. Oh. So yeah, this was uh, this was from I think 2019 or 2018. Yeah, but Alex, why are you the only one that looks happy? Well, you know, I was the only one not scared. It's like I've done this before or something. Yeah, Matt looks <laughs> Matt looks disgusted. <laughs> Matt looks disgusted. Vin looks scared. Mm-hmm. You know, and Alex is like, mm. we wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. Yeah, by the way, let me just, I wanted to say before, I wanted to remind everyone to check out Matt LaRossiere, uh, Fudbusters. He did some, he has a good video reading the Supreme Court decision on the New York Pistol Rifle Club um, thing. So, yeah, I thought that was good. I watched that whole thing. It was funny looking at that in the beginning. He had no audio. You know, just looking at him trying to figure out the audio thing. Yeah. <laughs> I missed it. I I I caught him on Discord doing the stream. Oh but yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. What else do you, do you have? Some other stuff, Alex. What else you got there to show us? Um, nothing I can show yet. We've got some secret stuff coming up uh, along okay. with the uh, the new company that I'm I'm working with down here in uh, in in the Grand Orange State of Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so more I'll, I'll be talking about that later. But for now, I can't I can't say anything about it right now. Um, okay. The uh, the the nine nine five, the forty ninety five, and the forty five ninety five high point carbines. Uh, again, teasing that early alpha project mm. just for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll hit beta probably two months from now. Okay. And then public release as soon as it's ready after that. So. Okay, I think I need to. I think I need to uh, take a look at this. Um, see what's going on there. See if I can. Uh... You know, you, you you're saying it's going to come out to beta in two months. Uh, thereabout, yeah. Okay, very. Cool. So in, in two months, I'll be through the alpha. It'll be reliably firing, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll have most of the ergonomics done. And then I'll hand it off to the beta team for their mm-hmm. feedback and testing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they want to make, or if they have any suggestions for improvements, uh, and then it'll be out. Okay. And we'll have we'll have another reason to harass High Point. Right, right, right. Um, and so, do you guys ever build anything off of? We were talking about. Um, I know you said that was the high tech. Do you ever uh, tech nine, not high tech? Um, do you ever do anything off Sten guns? Uh, we have played with it a, a little bit. The biggest mm-hmm. problem with Sten guns is that all of the like the bolt, the fire control group, they're all still fully automatic, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a fixed firing pin. Mm-hmm. So until we figure out how to make a passable open bolt semi-auto fire control group or uh, figure out someone, some way to easily convert those full auto parts to semi-auto parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. like, you, those are the two hurdles before we can dive into stats. Yeah. You need the company to, you need a company to make one that can't go. I don't know. That's gotta be possible, right? 
mm-hmm. if a company made one. Because uh, Walter actually also owns StemParts.com. Yeah, I've uh, I've bought a yeah. couple things from him. I was working on yeah. a stand a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> so um, I, th- I think he was talking to Matt about this when they were mm-hmm. on, because they got into like a whole kerfuffle. <laughs> of whether of whether or not you you know you know the whole open bolt thing right yeah don't bring that up to matt <laughs> oh no yeah. we i i know matt's whole argument on that it's, yeah yeah he's not wrong <laughs> yeah right I, I yeah the fuckbusters video on it yeah yeah um was he did he did one before that right or after they had this conversation I think it was before that i think he had yeah. he's had one up for a while yeah yeah so let's first bids yeah, let's see what let's see what Vin has. Let's go to Vin now. Get Vin to come on. What you got? I know you got some some stuff. Uh, I got a Block Forty Four with printed rails. This is more of an experimental. Okay. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, how how this is, is that? Mm-hmm. Huh? It, it's pretty good. Okay. This is the uh, one of the latest projects that um, me and uh, AB's Rails is working on. It's basically a updated spec to four, update spec for the Gen four and Gen five mm-hmm. um, Glock parts. So, I mean, that's the next you know batch of Glock stuff that hasn't been made. Basically, hasn't been, I guess, uh, targeted yet. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, once these models get released and the rails get um, so, I mean, then you'll have another family of block parts to come back into use. Okay. Although I, I don't see Gen 3 stuff going away soon now that um, everyone's making Gen 3 stuff now, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's Much see to Glock's yeah. disappointment, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, Glock is I know. probably going to be like... Yeah, Glock is sitting somewhere wishing they could sue someone. <laughs> Glock was really... Have you guys ever looked into the history of Glock? Yeah, they're Austrian, uh, right? No, I'm just mm-hmm. talking. No, but Glock. First of all, um, Glock liked to sue people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you even mention their oh. name, they would sue. Oh, did you? Did this happen to you? I've, I've gotten, I've gotten their letters. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yeah. got upset about my logo, um, mm-hmm. which I guess I understand. Something about trade dress. Mm-hmm. So anything that looks like a Glock is, I guess, infringing on their their trademark or something i don't uh, know okay yeah they <laughs> they are very very litigious but also if you look in their history like someone tried to uh kill or kidnap or both uh what's his name uh the glock what, what's his name again um gaston glock? yeah gaston glock yeah he survived like an assassination attempt and all kinds of stuff man they've got a yeah they've got a very someone's got to make a movie about that at some point mm-hmm. yeah very it's interesting yeah, very interesting uh, life that those uh, of what those guys get up to. So, all right, what else do you have? Do you have something else cool here that we haven't seen? Yeah, my FNX nine. Okay. Well, let's see if I got what's, some stuff over here on the. Uh, what's the story the with the FNX? What's the? I think you were talking about uh, this earlier. Yeah, I, I basically was um, crippled at home for a few months, and I was I had the sports kit laying on, so I was like, okay, let me just model it up. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, when I go online to Gunbroker and buy parts kits, I I look through all the listings and I I go, okay, this a model could be made. This is feasible, et cetera. Like I actually do a, I actually have like engineering judgment on if this model could be reverse engineered or not. 
So the FNX was one of those models. Um, and because FN is so consistent with their designs, um, a lot of the FNS, like the trigger pin placement and the you know magazine um, release placement, a lot of that flowed very easily from the FNS, which we already have modeled, into the FNX. Mm-hmm. Um, they're more just referenced in, in the sense of reference where they would go. This is a model that's drawn up from scratch. So, hmm. um, yeah, it's a it's a, one of the few hammer fired um, printed pistols you can use. D- double single action has a safety decocker. It, it's one of my favorite printed guns. Cool. So, okay, how many rounds have you gotten through that so far? Oh, I think like. Over 200. Okay. All right. Yeah. I put it through the paces. Yeah. What's the most rounds anyone's put through a 3D printed gun so far? Ooh. <laughs> I think that's a yeah, enough, yeah, oh. enough, stu- enough to stop counting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just curious, like, what's the 3D printed gun that has the most rounds through it and still functioning? I mean, so generally, if, if we're doing dev on, on a frame... Uh, if we if we want to do longevity testing, we'll count to like a thousand, and then we'll stop carrying, because um, okay. we got bored of counting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. like rough estimation, I know the some of the like some of Ivan's uh, frames, the Glock frames, have seen upwards of ten thousand. Okay, okay, yeah, that's a question that I always get from people. You know, not that I have any clue to it. You know. <laughs> I'm slow getting into even making these things myself. So, all right, what are we looking at here? This is a uh, Browning Bar 22. Um, mm-hmm. It's also a parts kit that I found, um, and I ascertained it was reasonably able to be versus injured, and so uh, I made the receiver for it and then added Picatinny rail. So I basically modernized it. Mm-hmm. It's a gun that was made from 75 to 88, so it also doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, this I was pretty public about my development on just because – it, it's basically unobtainable, so okay. you're not going to find it. Okay. Very, yeah. Very cool. What um what kind of guns do you guys? I I think I know Vin probably likes uh, lever action stuff, like what I've got oh. over here, because I think I've actually seen some of his stuff like that. Um, have you done anything with a Henry? So for example, this uh, is the Henry yes. Mayer's leg, 45 coat. So. One of my, one of my you know I just I love Henry guns man you know I haven't there, done uh, anything go ahead what's that Alex I this it's one of the ones I don't actually have that I do want is a is a nice Henry lever action yeah they're great they're great what do you have what's this you got here Ben this is um, Kevin Murray's um, PLA printed lever action it's based off the Henry H double one so it's just a regular lever action. It okay. works with uh, Mare's Legs kits and with um, full rifle kits. So Okay. What is the what's the craziest print with a Henry that you guys or or uh, thing that with a Henry that you guys know about that was done? Anything crazy? The AR seven. That's one. Oh so, uh, there's AR seven stuff out there? Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I need to look Then grab yours. Grab yours off the wall. <laughs> yeah, let's see yours. I have like I have like the survival the survival mm-hmm. rifle that you're talking about, but I didn't. I haven't seen any. Uh... Let's look at this. Look at this wall. Yeah. All right. All right. This, guy here. this is the pistol. 
um, model. Uh, pistol barrels are not made anymore, so this okay. is hard to find. Oh. Um, extended mags just for looks. These mags are actually really bad. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's a it's an AR7. Mm -hmm. Takes AR15 grips, so it's update for that. Um, 1913 uh, brace or stock interface in the back. Oh, that's 1913 cool. 1913 top for the rails. I mean, has integrated sights, so you can look down the uh, the little rift down there mm -hmm. and get a sight picture. Oh, okay. Show me the the yeah, side so of I mean, that again, Ben. That looks that's cool, man. Say again. Show you what? Yeah, yeah. That looks good. So they don't make. So it's hard to get these uh, the pistol barrels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The rifle ones, the parts gets turned up all the time, so. Yeah. Um, Edward Brower says looks like the Nintendo Zapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Careful, um, that's another another litigious company. <laughs> right, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Is hasn't Lego been suing people too? Lego tried to sue everyone? Yeah. 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 Um so people were putting out so um uh, what is this? Steve Shitzawak says, didn't Snow use that for his HSF? I don't think I've seen his HSF. Yeah. Mm, what, no. um, what does HSF stand for? Hispanic Schol Scholarship Fund. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what it means. So, uh, yeah, and someone, yeah, Vin, uh, is that a blue HT twelve fifty in the background? Let's see. Like where where at? Like you want that? Um, yeah, that looks. That's blue. a. That's a Cap nine. It's a Camel AP nine frame. That's also released in the catalog. Mm -hmm. That right there is uh, digital Nemesis uh, Glock twenty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what? a uh, mm -hmm. SP two zero two two. Oh, Han Solo gun. That's what I mean. <laughs> oh. oh, the hand shot first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it, it looks like yeah, it looks like he used the 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 Air Air Seven for oh. the base of that, and then oh, modeled okay. a bunch That's of cool. additional stuff yeah. on top of it. Yeah, the cool. Han Solo gun is is off the broom the. Um, the Mauser Broom ninety six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, he says on the desk in the corner. Let's see. The desk in the corner. Are you um are you into ham radio also, Vin? Um no, I just bought to play around with and see what it was all about. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, a man of many hobbies. Right, yeah. I have a um I'm a, a, a ham radio operator now. Ooh. Yeah. That's one thing that's keeping me away from doing that. I don't want my information published like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I figure I just, I, I will also do a little bit of radios. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a workplace, so I at least have to be aware of how they work. Okay. That's why I got just like read and research what it does and stuff. Yeah. I know some mm -hmm. of the, some of the guys in that world. So, um, Ham Radio 2.0 has been on the show. And then I know, uh, Ham Radio Crash Course. You know, um, and, and we've had some other some other guys come come on the show as well. So yeah, you know, it's a good, it's a cool world. But yeah, I get it. You know, you got to put your name and all that kind of stuff out there. So you know, that, that's how it goes. The community is also very pro, I guess, pro authoritarian too. If you even yeah, they like to tattle. Yeah, they like to what? Uh, tattle. Oh, tattle. Okay. And um. They, really? 
They will. I, I think they call it foxhole hunting, mm-hmm. or foxholing, okay. or fox hunting. Oh, they'll, they'll do it for kicks on behalf of the state agency, which. Really? I'm not sure I want to be around people who simp for a state agency. So yeah. I've not met any of that. You know what? Next time I have those guys on, I need to remember that and ask them about because the guys I know aren't into that. You know, um, oh. but I guess there would be some people, and I know that there are some people that think it's like fun to track, you know, track someone down or whatever. But yeah, it's a waste of time. A lot of them um, I know are pro gun. They're pro gun guys. A lot of them. The the reasoning that the I guess pro-authoritarian ham radio people, well, that's a sense I never imagined saying, um, <laughs> pro-authoritarian ham radio people give yeah. is that they don't want they don't want the FAA taking their privilege and their hobby away. It sounds a lot similar to FUDs with the gun community. They don't want to have people rock the boat with 3D printed guns and stuff yeah. because they don't want the government taking our rights away. Yeah, so. I would agree with you if with what you're saying if I heard that from people. I mean, I know typically like the guys I talk to and I ask them about like whether or not people are licensed and they're like, yeah, there's a lot of people who are not licensed and whatever. You know, it's not really a thing. But I would assume there are some folks out there who are, I guess, just bored and trying to track people down and all that. On the flip mm-hmm. side, there's a lot of guys that have the radios, they have bowfangs and stuff like that, and they're just waiting you know, for the apocalypse or something to use them. But, you know, technically you can have those radios all you want to and listen to them. It's not really a problem until you transmit on them. But from what I've seen those guys talking about, the FCC is really not going after anyone. Because it happens a lot. I, I I have the radio. I have a big antenna on the house. I have one set up on the van here. And I hear people on there that, that probably don't have the license, but... You know, people just ignore them. I think it's also one of those things where you have to really be a nuisance to get someone to come down on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You really, ha- I was looking at a video about this. This is why um, I'm trying to remember the the name. There's a guy that has a channel. I think it's not, it's not a Rubicon, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And he was talking about this, that there's, there's, there's folks on our side who don't want to get into it because they're worried about the whole FCC thing. And he said that when he looks it up, there's very, very few cases of the FCC actually going after anyone because it's like a whole, you know, it's like a whole thing to go after. That person has to be really annoying and really going out of their way to have the FCC show up there or even get fined. And even he, the one example that he gave, he said that definitely that guy got a big fine and there's no proof the guy ever even paid it. So it was interesting. Like, you know, I think that's an interesting... I need to remember that the next time. I think I'm probably mm. going to have Ham Radio 2.0 on here uh, at some point. So it's a it's a good thing. But there's there's places here where, you know, uh, the, the worlds collide, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, there's a store called Gigaparts. And I went out there and that's... Um, I, I got radio stuff and all that from them and, and I met them and they encouraged me. They're in, uh, Huntsville, Alabama. And, um, that, that store sells 3d printers, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Ooh. Like yeah. a radio shack, if radio shack would still survive. Yeah. I miss, I miss radio shack. Yeah. Well, they are like a radio shack. I was inside of the store. They sell, they sell computers, gaming stuff, ham radio Ooh. stuff. They've got, they sell 3d printers. You could look up, uh, gigaparts. Um, and I believe that Lola has a um, 
like some kind of code or something for them somewhere. But and and they've actually been on the show here. So those I think that these circles kind of cross in places. And I met them because the guys there are very very much pro gun. And they actually so I was at the um, I was at the Overland Expo East, which is in Virginia. And these guys had a setup there, and they they actually recognized me from the gun world, and they're like, "Hey, any you know anything we could do to help you out, we'll help you out." So, um, if you ever if you Thanks. ever want to make some contacts there, I could probably, you know, I could probably help you out with that. Um, and eight hundred two pew says FCC could care less about amateur radio anymore. Yeah, I think the thing. So the if people if people want to preserve it, then they just have to become part of it and play in the space, the thing that's happening is the radio frequencies are incredibly valuable. So the amateur ones are super valuable. And by people participating and getting licensed and using them, you know, it's, it helps take away the rationale of the, that the government would have to sell that. The Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce. Veteran-owned and with over 20 years' experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number two, acommerce.com. All right, hoisted by my own petard. Cut off, by, <laughs> <laughs> cut off by the countdown thing that I didn't even notice there. Let me just get this in. I'll get off of the radios. Um, so 802 Pew says the FCC could care less about amateur radio anymore. Cell phones and deployable infrastructure changed uh, the need tremendously. Case in point, we deployed a wide area communications network in Texas within 24 hours of Hurricane Harvey stopping. So, wow. Yeah, there's some cool there's some cool stuff that these guys are involved in, so. Um all right. So, here's my thing. I keep forgetting to ask you guys this. Bullpups. What for other I know there's the bullpup Glock. What other bullpups are in the making? Come on. Give me some good stuff. Oh man. It, um, it's a secret. <laughs> oh damn it. No. Uh okay. I know there there are a couple of people working on bullpuffing in AR. A um, mm-hmm. couple of people working on uh, sort of I, I say game changing ideas in the 3D printing space that will include bullpups, but I can't say any more than that. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a nice deviation from the the set of parts that we currently see being used okay. uh, commonly in in 3D printed guns. So. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll see it when it drops. You'll, it'll, it'll, yeah. <laughs> okay. So a bullpup that we've not seen before or something that's a clone of like maybe a stuff that they have in Europe or, uh, we're, we're getting into entirely new fire control groups. Hmm. And okay. so it's, it's more common than the era 15, but you wouldn't know it. Really? Um, yeah, and uh, and as soon as it's it's a dead simple idea, and as soon as it comes out, everyone will it'll be one of those that gets heavily accepted because it's just so simple um, to, okay. to modify and tweak. So okay. it's gonna be hot like fire. 
But yeah, it'll it'll go into bullpups, it'll go into pistols, rifles, everything across okay. the board. Okay. So what's the what's the new stuff that's been going on that you guys are you know what are you guys watching? What are you guys thinking about? You know the stuff like in your wise? yeah, like it, the news or things that are coming up that are important or some you know some new printers or methods or you know. Uh, new printers wise, the uh, the Bamboo X One is the Kickstarter. Uh, I, I joined their Kickstarter. It's supposed to be just a really fast printer, um, so I'm expecting the Glock prints to take like six hours instead of a whole day. Um, you know, a Mac mm-hmm. Daddy in an afternoon instead of two days or something like that. Wow. So that's uh, that's going to be interesting. I'm going to play with that once it comes in. Um, the Voron 3D printers uh, are another good good batch of really high-end printers that I'm starting to play with, that we're, we're starting to see get picked up across the community. Um, in fact, I'm doing a, a small order of Vorons for like my Twitter people, um, a small pre-order. So we what can are get those some, going for? Some circulating. They're about $1,000. Oh, okay. And that it's it's $1,000, and then you still have to build it. Oh, <laughs> okay. right. All so, right. <laughs> but it's supposed to deliver results on that kind of par. So, I make. So I, I have, is it like I have the two point four? Is that like this? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Two point four. But yeah, and then the, so, and again, like you, it shows up, and you just have this bag of parts, and you have to follow the the, the manual to build the printer, and get it uh, set up. Okay. So. And what is what's the what's the you know the pros of that is it just bigger faster it, yeah it's it's larger than your under threes it's faster than any under threes under fives any other like commercial printer so commercial mm-hmm. hobby grade printer um mm-hmm. it's supposed it's supposed to be more tunable so you can have more consistency over time mm-hmm. um you get higher temperatures, so you can print more, more fancier materials like your uh, your your nylons and your um, I forgot what the, like the Zytel sort of material mm-hmm. um, stuff that's just really hard to print with on your stock Ender threes, Ender fives stuff you buy off Amazon. So uh, I've got some high hopes for this one. It's gonna. Hmm. I, I I hope that it will. Um, you know, by by doing this pre-order, getting some more printers out there, we can get some more people willing to test with these higher-end filaments, more durable, more durable okay. materials. Oh, very cool! By the way, we got another um, some more money has come <clears throat> in here from Armin and Axis, and it's a link to Facebook slash Mustache Rides. Uh, what is it? Rides Allergy something. And a, Wik- a Wikipedia mention of mustache, mustache ride. So there you go. That's for you, Vin. I'm assuming that's for you. Mm. Yeah, that's for you. That's for you. You're not gonna live it down. Mm, You're gonna no have to you. 3D print something with a mustache on it. Okay, so that's mm. cool. That's a <laughs> no. <laughs> Do it. Do it yeah. for the gram. Yeah, I'm Vin. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you? Is there? Is there some new stuff out there that you're looking at, Vin? Uh, I, I'm actually trying to stay away from the news on Twitter right now because every time I open okay. Twitter, it's like a, another disaster happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I guess film. I guess new stuff, news wise. I mean, man, I I, I kind of want to see the VHS 
uh, guns hit the market, but not for like an insane amount of money, just to see what it, how that works and how it plays like. Mm-hmm. Um, I just picked up a a GD printer uh, for like half off what it would sell for, um, and I'm about to make my first foray into printing nylon and coax. So mm-hmm. let's see how that goes. Okay. Other than that, I've just been working on my own projects and whatnot. Okay. Very cool. Now, I sent you guys, we were, I'm going to um, sidetrack here a little bit to go to a story because I was looking at to see what 3D printing gun st- stories were out there, right, since you guys were coming on. And I shared this one with you. Uh, what What is, this is dated June 23rd, 2022. Uh, 3D printer capable of making ghost gun parts stolen from MTA rail yard. This is in New York Post. Um, that's Metropolitan uh, Transit Authority. Um, a brand new $103,000 3D printer, printer capable of making parts for ghost guns, quote unquote, was stolen from the MTA's Pitkin rail yard. And um, I don't. So uh, this thing went missing from the MTA rail yard in Brooklyn earlier this year and has yet to turn up. The post has learned the printer was delivered to the Pitkin rail yard on March 20, 24th but was not reported missing until 12 days later on April 5th, said a source with knowledge of the investigation into what officials suspect was theft. So the whole thing about this is there is like, this is just a 3d printer, an expensive 3d printer. Um, and that, that actually looks like Cody right there. It's a stock photo. Yeah, it is. All, yeah. All the articles are stock photos. Yeah. Um, so and there's like this whole investigation going on here, but the point of this story is that this 3D printer can be used to make gun parts, but that's not what the station had it for. They had it for making parts there at the railroad. You know, like if they need parts, instead of ordering it and probably not getting it, there's a lot of stuff you can't get nowadays. They would just 3D print their parts. Um, I recently went to a company that builds batteries here in Florida, and they were doing the same thing. They told me they literally can't get plugs. A lot of stuff like plugs and all that were made in the Ukraine. They can't get them, so they're 3D printing them. But these guys made that leap to, oh, this dangerous 3D printer can make gun parts and it's missing. What do you guys think? I mean, did you did you hear about the guy who choked on his Chinese food at the at the restaurant down the street? <laughs> Did you know that 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 you know food while it while it is edible can also be used for like killing people via asphyxiation? Right. So it it serves that we should ban food because mm-hmm. you could choke on it and die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the New York. This Post. is what I call propaganda. It's I. If they're talking about hundred thousand dollar printers. That easily puts it in like the stratosis realm of like industrial mm-hmm. like commercial printers. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, even if that printer was gifted to you, you could not afford to run it. So no one's making 3D printed guns of those things. Um, yeah. I mean, could we take a guess at what printer costs $103,000? What 3D well, printers? So, so there's, there's two issues about this. Mm-hmm. Any any industrial 3D printer will cost upwards of $100,000. Okay. But this mm-hmm. can also be an Ender 3 that someone sold to the government for $100,000. Right. Yeah, that's what someone just said. Yeah. <laughs> it's silly, but I think the point here is that to some point, you know, make a 3D printer into a machine gun. You know, like if you have a 3D printer, you're dangerous because you might be printing guns or gun parts out of it, which in my mind, you're not you, that even if you were doing that, that doesn't make you dangerous if you're doing that. 
you know. But I think that's the point of where all this is going. Like, ooh, this expensive uh, 3D printer has disappeared that could make guns. Someone in New York is making illegal guns right now. Someone just probably it's... stole it and sold it for 20 grand. Right? Or they scrapped it for 20 grand in parts. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. or just scrap metal. Yeah. yeah. So they'd be really hard to steal a printer like this. If it's a hundred thousand dollars, you would either have to use it as yeah. is or cut it down to pieces. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Yeah. Typically, how big are those? How big and how heavy would those be? Yeah. But if it's you're in like a rail yard, yeah, it's like a it's like they're, the size of a car. Yeah, they're like yeah. people sized. They're big. Yeah. Um, yeah. And eight hundred two pews is very mad at Cody Wilson for some point. For some reason, I don't know if you guys uh, know what the reason is for that, but he's get, he's giving you more money, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put his I'm gonna put his thing up there at this point. <laughs> I gotta put his uh, comment up there, but yeah, um, yeah. It seems like there's a lot of people. I I have noticed since I had Cody on that there are people who in the in the gun community that are mad at him. I don't know if you guys could shed some light on that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm not really sure what, pe- but people I'm sure will find reasons to be I mean, mad at different people. He's not. I don't find him to be anti. Someone asked me that though. Someone was like, "Oh, isn't that guy like anti-gun?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't understand where yeah. that w- <laughs> where that's coming from." Because yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's you know, that's what the point that 802 is making there, but uh, you know. Everyone, everyone has their different opinions of stuff here. I don't find him to be anti-gun or what he's doing to be something uh, destructive for the pro-gun side. I don't, I don't know that he's anti-gun. I might hesitate to say he's pro-gun uh, because he's more of the political slant than the gun slant. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay. Because like, there, it's it's like, and I'm gonna get some shit for this. Mm-hmm. It's like libertarian Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. I I, do, I've, I talk to a lot of them. I've been on a lot of their shows, and they're not necessarily po- uh, pro gun. They're pro freedom, which is fine mm-hmm. and good. But you know, I've gone on their shows. I've talked to them about three D printing guns, and like most of them haven't like gone and printed a gun, but they keep mm-hmm. retweeting me. So I was like, okay, well that's cool, but like also three D print a gun because you mm-hmm. should learn the engineering of it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. beyond yeah. beyond the politics. Into into the into the real life, real world thing. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's you know it's just like there's a lot of Rhino Republicans out there that say they're pro gun, and and then I'm like, okay, so where do you guys shoot or whatever? And like, oh, I don't really like shooting or really like guns, but I am pro <laughs> pro gun. I mean, <laughs> listen, there's all kinds of people on the spectrum. <laughs> there's a lot of pro gun people who are in it, like like what Pew said, just for the politics of it. Mm-hmm. You know they. They think, oh, okay, well, guns are, they are a tool to be, tool as a means to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense that guns can help secure liberty, and so therefore they're mm-hmm. pro-gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far Which as is fine, are, right? I mean, as an idea, yeah. that's fine, right? There's, like, I'm right. not saying, you, you're not, I'm not trying to even force anyone out there to even be pro-gun. You know, much less you could be pro-gun and not own any guns, I guess, it's fine. Right. I'm not yeah. trying to gatekeep gun ownership here. It's mm-hmm. just, how do I say, um, that's the best way to, I guess, explain 
that particular demographic. You know, mm -hmm. guns mm -hmm. are a usable tool for securing liberty. Therefore, we like guns, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I think you know, so for so so far as the. 3d printing side of it i think even like alex was saying earlier that you know like it's taken me a while to actually get there to do the stuff i think that's just a matter of like okay we got it but i think we're gonna see more and more gun guys going in this direction right if, if you if you want to get your hands on things just in terms of parts like we were talking about some companies can't get parts they've got to make them or just even with all the different rules and regulations uh coming in there now you're going to have to go in this direction just because of what everyone else is doing out there go ahead Vin. Right. i i think too that printed guns and 3d printing be more popular um as the years go on mm -hmm. because not only can you use a printer to fix stuff in the house but like you're a gun enthusiast right there are mm -hmm. some gun designs that you cannot buy like this is a chairman one stippled mm -hmm. um you know glock 43x frame i'm not sure my, my camera focus here there you go yeah but, it did now yeah mm -hmm. you can't you can't go out and buy this you mm -hmm. have to buy a printer and then download his model for free and then print it yeah so you know i that's the direction i see printers um going towards people are going to buy printers because they want something that they can't buy so yeah um yeah. someone is asking about what's in alex's red solo cup uh Life juice. <laughs> Life juice. Um, I, th I think one of the things that some people may have with him, although we didn't get into it when he was on, maybe if he comes back on, it was tough getting him on in the first place, but I'm, I'm glad he came on. And I think it was a good guess. He answered all the questions that uh, that we asked. By the way, shout out to C in Arsenal. I see him out there. And he gave he gave some money in the uh, <laughs> in the chat. Cian Arsenal says, uh, he says, look at y'all handling guns live. <laughs> Ooh, so shout, shout out to Othias. <laughs> look at all the for gun, another, all the gun handling. <laughs> By the way, he's for another to, five. Yeah, we need to get him. I don't think he came on, but he came on when we couldn't actually handle guns. So now we're able to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I think, though, what I, what I was getting to in a long way is I think there are some people that are mad at him because he's coming from kind of like a anarchy point of view. Does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. you know, he's a he's a little bit he's a little bit of an anarchist. I've seen him talking about that. Right. Um, and and more more, think, more anti government than pro gun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but I would say that that he's done regardless of what his motivations are for that. He's done a lot of good stuff for for the pro gun side, you know. Whether I I just don't really you know that the part of it of like really trying to parse out exactly why or whatever it is. Um, there's a lot of pro gun guys who haven't done as much, so you know, we just got to balance that out when we look at everything. In my opinion, you know. I I think a lot of the uh, upsetting when people express frustrations like that. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like people are, I guess, how do I say it? They, they don't detach the content from the personality making the content. And maybe sometimes mm -hmm. the personality is the content. That's different mm -hmm. context. But, you know, some people, when they make, you know, educational content and such, right, um, they might have different political opinions from, than you. But if mm -hmm. you know, their content is useful and their content, you know, brings you joy or informs you, then... The content itself is so good, even if you personally disagree with someone. And I'm sure yeah. that everyone 
personally degrees of disagrees personally disagrees of other on other topics of all different sorts of people even their neighbors and their family mm-hmm. um so it does befuddle me a little bit when people say they're upset when someone makes a certain you know opinion online mm-hmm. um i get being inflammatory is different from having a different opinion but that's another topic for another time yeah yeah and i think um you know i think one of oh did we lose did we lose alex yeah um i think one of the things there is that uh you know the government is out there throwing a lot of our money at making uh <laughs> and making it difficult for us to get our hands on things so the idea of making it easier you know to get things i think is uh is you know the people who are out there making it easier for us when the government's making it more difficult i give kudos to them oh here we go we lost him i think did your inter- yeah i think his internet went down <laughs> uh. uh yeah the uh he says his connection died and i think he's trying to get back on right now so we're working gotcha. on, <laughs> we're working on that the government pulled the plug on now oh, there he goes <laughs> hey i'm back hey. They pulled. We thought they pulled the plug on you, man. They pulled the plug on you. So. No, they're actually raiding next door, so I'm good. <laughs> right. They got the, they got the address wrong again. <laughs> yeah, we didn't hear any dogs getting shot in the background. Uh, yeah, he says. Seeing Arsenal says, "Why oh why did we handle them live?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not that. No, we're totally good. I hope we. I hope we can get seeing Arsenal here on the show soon, man. And he obviously, because you can see there, anyone in the chat, you could just click through and follow these guys on their Utreon channels. So CN Arsenal has one, and Vin has one, which is in here. You can see Vin commenting, as well as Alex from Control. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family-owned small business totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida-based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out StenParts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. See, now he's laughing at the harp. I have missed all of these through this whole show. <laughs> Talking to you guys, every single one, every single one. Okay, so listen, we, we're we're over the nine o'clock hour, so we need we need to uh, we need yeah. to start. Yeah, we need to start wrapping this up. We're just having too much fun, man. We're just having too much fun. Too much anarchy is being had right now on Utreon. <laughs> you know. Um, so, what is he? What is he typing in there? Rager? No, no. Uh, he evil SD said something about the fake control people on Instagram who <laughs> likes to scam people. Maybe that should be your yeah. words of wisdom. The, are, uh, yeah, are, is there a bunch of fake? Is there a bunch of fake control people on Instagram? There, there's one that just I keep trying to get him deleted, and Instagram just won't. Uh, and oh. he's blocked me on all of my accounts, so I can't see him anymore. And I, I'll just get a DM on Twitter one day. Hey, I missed you, and I sent you Bitcoin, but then you blocked me. I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> so hang on a minute. You weren't talking to me. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, for all you know, it is Instagram. <laughs> that's my <laughs> thoughts on that, right? right. When, when something no, like that's I, happening, it's them. <laughs> You're like, oh, we know how to stop him from keep making another one. <laughs> Because every right. time you come on, we're telling people, oh, well, this is the new one. 
Right. <laughs> You've got to go with this one. Uh-huh. Right. No, I, it's it's a never-ending thing. Uh, Twitter, Twitter finally, after three years of having a Twitter profile, they finally mm-hmm. deleted me. Uh, so now I've got a new one. <laughs> it's just, Twitter. It's just never-ending, man. Yeah, yeah, we need to get, Twitter. yeah. Musk needs to close that deal. Uh, next right? time, next time we come on, we'll we'll talk about it. Um, so listen, I'm gonna let these guys tell you how you can uh, look them up, follow them, and all of that. Let's start with Vin. Vin, where can folks go? How can they follow you on the social medias? So, I have a website, shopping list for 3D printed tools and stuff. That I keep at my desk um, called linthtoolbox.com. V i n h uh, s t o o l b o x.com. Vince Toolbox. Um, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram, um, WinKivian, N-G-U-I-E-N-K-V-V-N. I mean, if you like stuff I do, you know, find me on um, like Patreon and whatnot. So that's where I'll be and whatnot. So, yeah. Okay, awesome. And then uh, Control Pew, which 802 says he just paid you for Voron on Instagram. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. No refunds. Yeah. No. Yeah, Control um, Pew is not going to be doling out refunds to you guys. Right. Not, yeah. not especially not for that. Good Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so first off, go to ControlPew.com. That's where I put all my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the guide.controlPew.com if you want to get started in 3D printing. Uh, shop.controlp.com if you want to support us or other other creators in the community. Um, and then from the website, you can find all of my other actual social media accounts. So every time I get deleted, I'll update the URL uh, that uh, – <laughs> Yeah. He says uh, it was that, worth that a shot, man. He's just, trying to, he's just trying to see if he right? can get some, yeah, get some money back. Claw back some money that he gave you. <laughs> It's all right, man. Look, if uh, if you're you're not, I can't refund you for my subscribe star either. Uh, all right, I I know who you are in real life, eight hundred two. I can't believe I where, that it's I actually become. A, I can't believe that you've actually become a scam that someone's running now. Right? It's it's a uh, it's a wow. whole new world. It's yeah yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. controlp.com is where you find everything. All the links to my socials are in the sidebar. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's 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 the gist of it. Don't even bother, um, you know, trying to like you know, follow the Twitter pages because mm-hmm. they're not, you know, just go to the website sign up for the newsletter. And then if you want to do social media stuff, do that. But that's the number one way. Niche. That's the number one yeah. way to support anyone. Now just go to their website, sign up for the email list. That's what we actually own. All this other stuff on social media, we don't own. So that's the way to go about it. Please do support these guys. Lots of cool stuff coming out. And uh, we do need to make plans to get you guys here and, uh, you know, do some shooting of these uh, guns. And also, I'm, I'm, I'm making plans to make some stuff. I'm, you know, I'm going I'm, I'm to start actually dipping my toes in the water. You know, I've got other people doing things out there, but, you know, I'm, I'm ready now, man. I've, I've done a lot of gearing up that you guys aren't aware of. I even got one of those, uh, what is it? Micro Center? Remember Micro Center was selling those uh, Ender 3s for like 99 What was it? No, it was like one something. 99 bucks? Right, and you, yeah, you had to go in person? Yeah, yeah, you had to go in person. I picked one up, but then Babyface, Babyface bought it off me when I, <laughs> when I got back. <laughs> Oh yeah, he really he, he he really wanted that deal. I was like, go ahead, man. You could, so, yeah, you can have the deal. The deal only works for one person one time. So he yeah. owes you a partner because now you yeah. can't use your phone number anymore. So here's what yeah here's what happened. He I was driving through. I went all the way out to Flagstaff, Arizona. I wound up all the way out there, and so when I was going through Georgia, I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop 
and get it. And I got it. I took this thing all the way out with me and brought it all the way back. He went through Georgia and he went the day after they ended that. So then oh. I felt I felt really I felt really bad for him. So I was like, okay, you know. They they just reopened it. And oh, they did? I think they still include a, the ten dollar off filament coupon there. And that's not just for one roll. I heard someone say it was for every single roll you grab in that transaction. So what? Hmm. Oh, I guess okay. you could stack up. Yeah. yeah, next time, or I'll use Lola's number or something like that next time I'm rolling through. Um, you know, or whenever you stop my and then tell me. No, I literally stopped. I I went to the, I was in that store for like ten minutes. I went through. <laughs> I stopped at that store and then I got and I kept going. So I went from here. I think I was in in Kansas and then I was in Texas, and then where was I? I was in Ariz I was in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and then I went all the way out to uh, to Flagstaff. I was doing a van thing, so it was kind of like a crazy trip. I was on the road for more than a month. Oh wow! So, yeah, I was li I was living out of the van, and then Lola got on a plane and flew out there to meet me. Um. And then we and then we drove all the way back here. So, wow, you know. But we'll use Lola's number the next time on that uh, on that printer, or or I might be able to get a hundred thousand dollar printer for cheap. There's one, there's one floating <laughs> around out there. So I might be able for to the do low, that. low price. <laughs> yeah, for a low low price. Um, Check all right, Craigslist. Believe it Craigslist, or not, there, okay. <laughs> there are people who uh, come from education backgrounds and they don't mm -hmm. want their printer anymore. Or the people who buy Ender things and they give up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I actually have a printer. I have another printer. I have another printer. I just cannot remember the name of it right now. Um, but I actually have. It's not. It's not an Ender three. It's like a. It's a closed. It's closed. So it's smaller. So okay. it's all closed in. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Well, but hopefully, I can't. hopefully you got one that was big enough. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not going to be able to make bigger things. So I'm going to get a different one to do bigger things. And then I do have okay. I do have the the uh, Ghost Gunner machine as well. So there's there's going to be some making. There's going to be some making going on. Some bullpups might be made. Who knows? You know, Hank Strange might be putting out the Strange bullpup um, like about 50 years from now. So we'll see. Like, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I'm uh, gonna. A, a, what's up? A strange bullpup made by Hank Strange would be kind of funny. Right. I, I would, I would. <laughs> Limited I would, edition. I would put it, right. Doesn't matter how good it is. It would just go on the shelf next to the. Oh, automatics. so it doesn't have to work. That's what. <laughs> it doesn't have to work. <laughs> Matter of fact, if it doesn't work, it's better. It's more collectible. Right. Well, what when, when I when I get old and you know I can give people uh, tours of my gun room, be like, yeah, this is the strangest bullpup. Right. There you go. There you go. Sells itself. Yes, I I may have to make that happen now. Um, I'm going to run in the end here, and then we're going to come back, and someone's going to give. Who's doing words of wisdom? Vin. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Vin. The you gonna... words of wisdom? Like right now? Yeah. 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 No, in a second. Let me just roll in oh, the yeah. end, and we're going to come back and okay. do words of wisdom. Okay. All right, guys. I hope you guys have fun. Um, tomorrow night, we're going to have uh, Richard Hoffman, so the Hoffmeister is going to be on. We might get Flying Rich. I don't know. It might be... A show tomorrow night of two dicks, you know, Richard Hoffman and uh, Richard Hughes. <laughs> it might be, it might be that show. If we can find another Richard one of these days, we'll do three dicks. We'll take it, take it up another notch. But that's that's what's happening tomorrow. <laughs> um, okay, Vin, words of wisdom. <laughs> I guess my words of wisdom are. Oh man. 
Asper Warrior said, make it words so wise they make your mustache grow. Uh, okay. I, I guess that's one thing to talk <laughs> about. Um, we talked about privacy and anonymity earlier in uh, today's podcast, right? So if you don't know what privacy and anonymity is, look up ways that you can begin to protect your information and claw back that privacy. Um, because in today's age, it's it's an ongoing fight to keep it. You know, when you have cell phones that track you everywhere and email services that dig through your messages and stuff, um, look at ways that you can protect your information and better guard yourself against, um, you know, people exploiting your data for their gain. I guess that's one thing I'd like to share as a word of wisdom. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Very well done. Thanks to Control Pew as well as Vin for coming on here. I appreciate both of you guys. You guys stay right there. Big thanks to you guys. We'll see you all tomorrow night. We're out of here. I got to go press the buttons.